hey there, how's it going? This week's episode is number 28 of the Becoming Human podcast, where I explore the spectrum of humanity, teasing what people are drawn to, their conflicts, successes, and observations to better understand myself and the world around me, and hopefully it serves you guys well too, and if it doesn't, just shoot me an email, find me anywhere on social media, and we'll figure this shit out. This week, I sat down with Chris. She's a comedian and hairstylist out of Bellingham. Wow, conversation got quite silly, and I really enjoyed getting loose. I need to bring more comedians onto the podcast, just because, I don't know, I, I like the the places that the conversations tend to go. And it, it was a lot of fun getting to sit down and talk with her. And I came at it trying to understand her experience of uh, becoming a comedian in the Pacific Northwest and how she writes and um, her method of like performing or style rather and how that what that transition period was like just to inform my own experience trying to uh, I don't know feel out and get into comedy but we also talked about um, attending alternative schools and rural culture just a whole wealth of shit but just a little bit of backstory is I'm trying to make the transition from poetry into comedy and I got into writing and performing in my youth which eventually led to poetry and because I like the the freedom the lack of constraints and being able to um, perform and interact with a live audience as opposed to uh, just writing shit and not being able to see its effects and then alter that body of content like with journalism and um, and even stories. I like the aspect of stories. It's just telling it on a stage is, oh, it's more fun for me. But as I got deeper into poetry, I was disappointed to find that there were very limited avenues to professionally pursue poetry, coupled with the stigmas that were attached to it. I mean, most people thought I should walk around wearing a beret and that I was going to spew love poems like vomit at their feet. And I honestly wasn't. I was trying to sometimes talk about like hard shit, shit that I struggled with, but also just um, really interesting shit that I liked. A way to condense it and to make it entertaining so that other people, um, so it was more accessible to other people and even myself. Like that's, that's, but anyway. I saw that I, I began to realize as I got deeper into poetry that both poetry and comedy kind of do the same thing. They aim to connect and engage an audience using words. With the, the biggest difference were the devices that they use to engage an audience. You know, with, uh, I guess I'll give an example. With poetry, it's, um, you're trying to use imagery to have someone, I guess, to elicit compassion you will or to have them be in your shoes and usually when i was performing i get the like the oohs and the ahs when i was doing well and when i wasn't there's people kind of blankly staring at you 
and you'd also perform with some people who would just read other people's work and it was difficult for me to find anyone who wasn't just doing it for fun who really enjoyed it and spent an obsessive amount of time on it and then i found comedy and i realized that people had a bunch of different takes on what they talked about in comedy like it wasn't all just slapstick comedy and i realized that i was really ignorant to the to the art i guess but i'm really bad at being humorous but all my life writing has almost been a compulsion i've loved to observe life and follow my natural curiosities it's it's always been an obsession for me since i was you know little and maybe i should have been a journalist but ugh. Like I said before, that way of connecting with people, it didn't really resonate with me. So, I guess I'm trying to understand the different aspects of humor. I'm probably just thinking about this shit way too much. I think about a lot of shit way too much. It's like a hamster running on his wheel. That's why meditation's been really helpful. But before I become all scatterbrained on you like scrambled eggs... We'll get back to this episode. If you guys would like to support me and my fucking random ass adventures into the mountains and the cities um, with friends or by myself, you can always head over to the website and use the Amazon affiliate link to fill your house with useless plastic or sex toys, spices, vitamins, fucking anything and if you enjoyed this episode please rate review and share on your preferred platform let's spread this around like an infectious disease so much that they start creating vaccines for this shit or earplugs you know whatever works (laughs) and this week i'm not gonna play you in with a song deal with it (laughs) here's my interview with chris Hello. Hello, hello. Perfect. Ah, is it going to clip if I get too loud? No, it won't clip if I get too loud. Ah, okay, cool. I get pretty loud. I've been on a few, yeah, I've been on a few podcasts and it's uh, always like I can hear myself clipping Mm -hmm. in my headphones. I'm always like, sorry. (laughs) Like I'll I'll get excited. I'm like, oh God. It's like this whole thing. (laughs) See, I have it set up because I'm basically screaming the whole time. So it works out perfect. Okay, cool. Um, so you grew up in this area, um, and you're a hairstylist, Uh right? So, and you do comedy. How long have you been doing comedy for? Um, I'm in my sophomore year. I've been doing about two years. Two years, really? Yeah. What what kind of, what got you into it? Um, a couple of things. Growing up, everybody thought I was funny. They were Mm -hmm. like, oh, you're hilarious. You should try stand up. And I was like, yeah, okay, get fucked. (laughs) Um, Can I swear? Yeah, Okay, cool. Shit. So it makes it fun. Exactly. (laughs) Just for the kids. Um, No, uh, and then I kind of, I had my dream job. I'm I'm a hairstylist and I'm an instructor. And so. So like a hairstylist at a school? Yeah, a teacher. Oh, that's cool. So I taught people how to do that. Wow, okay. Um, and I was doing that for a while, and I would work, teach during the week and do hair on the weekends at my salon. And then the school I ended up working for, uh, they closed. Like, all of their campuses shut down. And so there's no beauty school in the area anymore. 
Damn. Yeah. And then I was like, well, what the fuck am I going to do with all my time? And then a friend of mine had mentioned there's a comedy open mic. Do you want to go check it out? It was Alf, actually. Mm-hmm. And oh, so, what? Yeah. And, yeah uh, small world. Yeah. Huh. He's my best friend. <laughs> He's a badass. Yeah. So we went a couple times. Uh, like a few weeks in a row and I was like fuck it I'll sign up I'll mm-hmm. write some material it's only a couple minutes and then I haven't stopped showing up when you when you went and um, tried in the process of writing material was that just something that, that came kind of easy for you or uh, in the beginning not so much Oh, really? uh, yeah in the beginning I was like I don't know I hated everything I ended up writing down mm. and I didn't understand how to make jokes yeah. like i didn't understand like the concept <laughs> of it like there's a setup there's a premise there's a punchline mm-hmm. and i know i didn't get that i didn't understand it before because i wasn't a huge fan of comedy growing up i don't have any like comedian idols so i didn't really no, know how to yourself that yeah, yeah. Okay. so it's just like let's just say words and see what's <laughs> funny and then eventually i found my rhythm but yeah, yeah. And uh, did you initially, like, when you first went up, did you bomb, or were you somewhat successful? Like, Well, okay. Um, <laughs> my first time going up, I did the thing that everybody does. Uh, I know now that everybody does, where they pack the room with their friends. So I brought, like, 20, 25 people with me, and then I went up, and it was, like, a fucking riot. And mm-hmm. then I got off stage, and I was, like, sweating. I, like, went and threw up in the bathroom. Oh, my ridiculous. gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, so nervous and anxious <laughs> and, like, riding high. And then they didn't show up the next week. And I was, like, oh, okay, this is where I'm really at. Because after that first week, I was, like, oh, shit, yeah, I can do this. This is great. It's so easy. And then the next week, it was, like, oh, okay. No, I'm, yep. This yeah. is where I'm at now. Okay. It's <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had that experience when I was uh, doing uh, Farmstrong. I got laughs on my shitty my shitty material. When did you do the farm the Way North show? Um, I did the Way North show not this in July. Oh, okay, yeah. And I um, signed up this time, but I didn't make it on the list. But I, I went down there and I performed my material, which that was my second time performing, mm-hmm. and it got some laughs better than completely bombing. It's a fun room. That is is a really fun room. I love that room. The crowd there is awesome, and and they're so attentive, too. Mm -hmm. And um, also, they're very forgiving. Mm -hmm. Because I went to Jay Tai, and that was where I first... Jay Tai? Yeah. In Seattle? Uh Uh-huh. Neat. Okay, yeah, yeah. That was my first um, performance, and then I went down there with the... (laughs) Yeah. It was was really bad. That's not a starter room. (laughs) No. I hate... Uh, throughout that material when I first started yeah. there at um, Jai Tai, and then I used the stuff at Way North because it worked, kind of, and I bombed bad oh. there. But I like it because it, it just gave me a false, not a false sense of reality, but I just realized that crowds are different. Yeah. And that I needed to actually have more material. That's one thing you also have to like recognize. Like when you, like, if you were to start doing it more, you're, you get better at realizing, like, reading the room. Yeah. And, like, there's a difference between, like, having a bad set because your set was bad or having a bad set because the entire room is unattentive mm. and not very into laughing that night. I see exactly yeah. what you mean. I've seen it um, watching audiences because sometimes, like, what I did uh, on Sunday at uh, Way North uh, up here in Mount Vernon. Were you there? Uh, yeah. Oh, I was there. Oh, really? Yeah. I should have stopped in, in the back room. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I popped in, I think, I didn't stay for the open mic because I had to get some stuff done, but oh, yeah. I was trying to read the crowd mm-hmm. to just I don't know, that was more. probably the smallest yeah. it's been it was still it was still a pretty meaty crowd meaty mm-hmm. it was still <laughs> <laughs> like there's still enough people there yeah but 
Yeah. It, yeah, and you, you saw that a little bit subdued. And mm-hmm. that's see trying to like study the differences between crowds because I can see how uh, you could fall into the pitfall of succumbing to your insecurities mm-hmm. to where it's just like, yeah. oh, I'm just a piece of shit or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And uh, what I'm trying to do now is, because I don't know, really understand, I understand the process of premises and, mm-hmm. uh, and punchlines, but I haven't gotten, I haven't bought a book about writing comedy because I'm afraid to because I've heard people say that this guy, you know, uh, he, it was all one-liners mm-hmm. and that's all that I knew comedy was and it really fucked up my, uh, how I, how I attacked comedy. Oh, yeah, yeah, And, and so I've just kind of been scrambling. Right now I'm trying to like create subjects like hiking. Yeah. And then I'll just do free writing and then try to chunk it down. So like making, uh, tools. So yeah. if uh, the crowd doesn't like to hike, then I can move on to yeah. something else I like. Yeah, and that's something, and it, and I don't know necessarily about reading a book about writing comedy because yeah. everybody does stuff differently, and that's the other thing too is trying to find the way that works for you, like yeah. the way to write that works for you. Because I have like like my roommate's a comedian. Oh, that's pretty and, uh, cool. He like writes shit down, and then he'll like go out to a restaurant and just like eat by himself and like write the whole time and like flesh out ideas and like get his jokes down. I can't fucking do that. <laughs> I have like <laughs> I have a comedy notebook, but I like write shitty stuff in it. Like I just spilled iced coffee on my like old one, so I don't have it with me, and like yeah. my new one's empty. But it just says shit like I'm afraid to go to jail. Like just <laughs> oh, just shit that pops in. Yeah, your head. like idea, and the, but that's all I write, and I fuck myself because that's all I write, and then like. A week later when I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to go back and write something. Like, why am I? What the fuck was I thinking? I'm afraid to go to jail. Like, everybody is afraid to go to jail. Duh. Yeah. But, like, the way that works for me is I don't I don't write any of my stuff down. I just talk it out to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, when I lived down here in the valley, I used to just go on drives around uh-huh. or, like, drive up Chuck Nut and back down and, like, just talk the whole time. Uh, like, maybe cool. have some, like... crazy. I did that before. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, shit. Like, maybe have some low-key background music, like the soundtrack to Minecraft and, like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Down with me. Yeah, I got <laughs> it. No, yeah. But now I live in Bellingham and I work down here in the valley, so it's easy for me. Like, I get 20 minutes both mm-hmm. ways to just talk to myself and yeah. work shit out and see what's funny and what's that's, not. That's kind of what I... I trying to it's hard because podcasting and music it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to not want to just uh, i guess sink into consuming shit yeah um but i drive like six hours a day holy so, shit yeah oh and god i'm sorry I could, uh, <laughs> when i with the idaho thing it was 13 hours round trip and i was doing that every other week on top of the six hours oh, a day god. yeah so i was just i uh, used to it but i i've realized that that's like ample time to, yeah. to work on things because I've noticed in when like poetry, for instance, um, writing it down and saying it is two different things. Yeah, for sure. It's I can come out really mechanical and the delivery falls fucking flat. I don't think anything I write down is funny. Like if I'm if I'm working on a new bit, like mm-hmm. if I have like a new like two minutes and I it's like fresh, like this is the first night I'm performing it, like. Before I go up, I'll write it all down in my notebook because just writing out the words will help me remember mm-hmm. it. But then I read it. And I'm like, this isn't funny at all. But then I go up on stage and it's funny because uh, the way you say things. Yeah, your delivery stuff. is a lot different. I, I forget. Who's, his name's Luke. I forget his last name. But he's a comedian. Bald guy? Yeah. Severag, yeah. He, he has a, a way of... Uh, um, he just yells. Yeah, <laughs> he's exactly. just out there, yeah. And I'm like, wow, man. If I, if I just drop like 
the, the fear or any anxiety and I just sink into it, I'm, I'd am i at least get a laugh yeah. off my behavior alone. He's really funny. I love that guy. Yeah, he, he is <laughs> fucking hilarious. Yeah. And um, when you... I've noticed... With open mics, there's uh, different time slots, obviously. Yeah. Between two minutes to four minutes. Uh, do you try to, like, chunk out bits a minute at a piece so then you can fit them here and there? I was really confused about that. Um. Well, okay, so, like, oh. uh, a lot of open mics are anywhere between three and five minutes. Mm-hmm. That's how much time you get. And then, like, the feature will get however much. But showcases, you get anywhere between 10 and 20, um, mm. stuff like that. And that's... Uh, Kind of the weird thing about comedy that I had to get used to more recently is figuring out, like, because I have long-form bits that I can never do at, like, an open mic. I have to do them at a showcase or Uh, somewhere where I get an extended amount of time because, yeah, yeah, because, or, like, doing callbacks where, like, I tell one joke, then joke, 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 and then go back to that first joke, like, Mm -hmm. um, stuff like that. So it's not like I time, it's not like I'm like, all right, I need to do one minute and, like, write a joke and make it last a minute. It just, you kind of get used to knowing how much time you have and making it fit. So, like, I have, a, like, a lot of my jokes are anywhere between, like, 30 seconds and two minutes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so then you can just trim at yeah. you need to. Or, like, sense. like when I go to do, what I've been doing lately, because I'm lazy as fuck, and I have a lot of <laughs> shit going on in my life. Sweet, so am I. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have, like, several topics that all my jokes are based around. Mm -hmm. And so I'll just go up and I'll explain, like, I'm a piece of shit. I'm lazy. I just got off work. I don't want to be here. I have a ton of laundry I'm thinking about. You guys pick a topic and I'll talk about it. And I'll give the audience options, like, dating, politics, my vagina, uh, (laughs) just shit like that. And I'm like, pick something and I have three minutes on it. Just go. And then. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then just let it ride. That's pretty cool. It's actually really easy. And I'm like. I've been doing that for the last, like, two months. Really? <laughs> yeah, oh, that's, like, my favorite thing to do now. And when you were uh, trying to write, I, I guess, uh, were you trying to uh, diversify kind of the topics that you cover, or does that just happen? It's hard. It's hard. Well, it's not hard. I just It's hard for me because I'm lazy and I don't want to write about anything. Uh, you write about what you know. Yeah. Exactly. Write about what you know. Um, and those are the only things I know about, I guess. <laughs> that's <perfect. laughs> Huh. That's really interesting. And if... Um, when you were doing comedy and you went to go and do that first open mic and then the second one, mm-hmm. were, were you like, I'm going to take this seriously or was it just fun? Um, the first one was just fun. The first couple months were just fun, mm-hmm. I think, because I didn't, I didn't go into it being like, yeah, this is going to be my hobby. This is going to be what I do. And then I accidentally was good at it. So uh, then I just kept doing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And is there a big community up in Bellingham for oh, yeah. comedy? Mm-hmm. Um, it, how many uh, places, open mics are there up there? I know there's the Goffing. Goffingham? Yeah, so There's Goffingham, which is at the Green Frog on Mondays. Starts mm-hmm. at 9.30. You can email to sign up. Um, I feel like I'm plugging it. Like, this is a commercial. <laughs> You're welcome, Timmy. Um, and then on Tuesdays, there's an open mic at the, a bar called The Shakedown. Okay. Um, that one you just show up, sign up. It's still newer. It's only been around for like two months now. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that one's still pretty new, still getting its legs. Um, but it's really fun. It's another room. You get five minutes instead of four, which is like fucking gold. Um, open mic? Yeah. yeah. That's fun. Yeah. That's incredible. Um, that one's a super fun room, but that's about it for open mics. Mm-hmm. And Bel- there are tons of open mics that are like 
you can go and do comedy, but they're mostly like poetry and like acoustic guitar. And yeah. it's like, I don't fuck with those. I don't like to because when I uh, perform poetry, for instance, most of the places would just be like acoustic guitar yeah. places. So when I go there, people are like, what? And that's the way I feel. Yeah. Me and my, um, <clears throat> my current roommate, we went down. There are some nights uh, where you can drive down to Seattle and hit like four, three or four places in the same night. Because um, they're all like slotted that way, and it's really nice where oh. one starts and the next and the next. Sorry. Um, we went down, and the first one we went to, I didn't know uh, that was my first time going down to Seattle to perform. Oh, okay. And they were all open mics, but the first one was at like a coffee house with no walls. They had like these garage doors that like came up. There were dogs everywhere. Oh. It was great. Oh shit! But we were the only comedians there. It was just all, like, music and poetry and stuff like that and, like, spoken word stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'm fucking out. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) You can do this. I'll be here with the dogs. Because I don't don't like to do that because when the audience isn't there for comedy, they don't know what to do. So Mm. they're either talking or, like, there's just a lot of noise, which is fine. Like, there's no call for them to be attentive because normally it's just some fucking guy playing Wonderwall. Yeah. (laughs) Or also, I always feel like I'm bothering them. You know what I mean? When they're like... Just there to, like, tap away on their computers and, like, mm-hmm. sip their fucking macchiato. That's exactly how I felt when, when I was performing, doing the shit up at uh, Bellingham for poetry or whatever. Mm-hmm. I felt like I, I was bothering them, and, and uh, it made it to where I couldn't even get into my material. So it was oh, kind of yeah. a waste of time. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. There are some rooms that are, uh, like, I hate, I hate doing comedy for only comedians. Mm. Like, that's my, like, I made a Facebook status a while ago, and I stand by it, and I said... Uh, to me, hell is performing comedy to only comedians. Like, that's what hell is going to be like for me. It's just me doing, like, a tight ten minutes to everybody who has heard every single one of my jokes already. <laughs> yeah. It's horrible. And what is the uh, the thing you dislike the most? Is it because they've heard your jokes before? Or it's criticize Well, I think there's a couple things. Because I know when... When there's a room of only comedians it's like everybody's just working on what they're gonna say next like what their set is they're waiting for their turn to do their set um and then also yeah they've heard all my shit a bunch of times which is also my fault because i write like one new joke every two months uh so that's a little bit on me but Mm -hmm. um i don't know it's just weird it's like why are we even here there's no audience like ugh. I can see that. I've been in places where I've performed before, and and it was uh, similar people, same material. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what am I I doing here for you? I'm not making it any better. Yeah. Because am I just saying it in a a better cadence? Yeah. I've been trying to be better about it, though, um, Mm -hmm. and not such a little baby. Uh, (laughs) So I find, like, they're, like, if I'm at a show and there's, like, a light audience, like, I do my best 15 for those three people who oh, aren't okay. comedians. Yeah. And also, it's just, like, any any stage time is pretty good. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? To, like, flesh out what's going to work for a longer set. I see what you're saying. Because yeah. in the end, you're, at this point, you're using, like, open mics for to do features and showcases and stuff? Um, open mics are, like... Uh, Open mics are like the gym for mm-hmm. comedy. Open mics are like band practices for oh, bands. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, you get up there, you do four minutes, you work on new stuff. Because it's low stakes if it's an open mm-hmm. mic. Like, because anybody can sign up. You can sign up. The guy next door can sign up. Like, anybody can go up there and be like, dick jokes, am I right? Yeah. So, they're low stakes and you can work on stuff that you're, like, trying to reword or, like, new material and see how it flows. Stuff like that. 
And, uh, and they're just fucking fun. Yeah, they, they are. It's just fun. It's just fun to be on stage. I like that, too, with having no risk, because um, you can just pretty much let loose and do whatever the fuck yeah. you want, see what happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, with you getting into comedy, how has that uh, changed how you treat uh, being a hairstylist? Is it still like, like a dual interest? Do you want to keep continuing with both of them, or...? Uh, yeah, I kind of like to keep my job so I don't starve to death, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, hair is definitely my job. That's mm-hmm. like, comedy is what I do for fun. Hair is my job. Mm, at least at this point in time. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not one of those people who's like, I'm going to move to LA and I'm going to make it big and I'm going to be on Conan and I'm going to have a special on Netflix. I'm yeah. like, I'm just here to fucking party and tell dick jokes. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I think it stinks too when people, um. To a degree, when people like try to say, I, "This is gonna make me mutt or something like yeah. that," you know, and it, you could tell that someone's not really in it for just the enjoyment. Yeah, don't get me wrong; I love to get paid for comedy, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we also get a lot of drink tickets and free food, so that's oh, also really? yeah. Oh shit! That's my favorite that's too. Not bad. Too bad they need to do like weed tickets. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I'm on a show coming up on. Um, fuck i think the third uh-huh. and it's called the gateway show Ooh, i've always wanted to go oh i'm on it and i did it last year and that was a fucking nightmare and everybody's like why you get free weed and i'm like i don't <laughs> smoke weed oh, shit. <laughs> last year i was on it and i don't smoke weed and i went up did my the whole premise is you do a set and then they take all the comedians out get us super high like uncomfortably <laughs> high and bring us back out and I don't smoke weed, and I did four dabs. Oh, oh fuck. It was a fucking nightmare. And, like, my solution, because I get really paranoid and I freak out, so I was like, oh, I'll just get drunk first <laughs> and not tell the guy who runs the show. Oh, shit. So if this, like, goes online before that, I'm really sorry, Billy, because <laughs> I'm going to do that again. <laughs> so I was really drunk, way too high, and I was just like... I burnt the light super hard. I went way over my time. And no. it was a fucking night. I couldn't remember any of my jokes. Oh, <laughs> like, God. It was horrible. Like my worst nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was, no, but that's the whole point is yeah. to, like, be kind of a jackass. And so I'm on that one again. I'm excited. But at the same time, people are like, oh, you get free weed. I'm like, no, this, that's bad. I don't yeah. want it. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. That'd be like me with alcohol. I don't drink, but I try it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. I, uh, I've been, I've been working out uh-huh. on my gateway show game and I've been slowly eating more and more edibles. Oh. So I'll eat like one, ed- like I started with like half an edible uh-huh. and then like the next week I eat like a whole edible and like, so every <laughs> once in a while I just get like a little too high off of edibles and I'm like, all right, I'll just, all right, let me try and tell some jokes now <laughs> to like nobody, yeah. just me sitting alone in the bathtub, like fully clothed. Because that's oh, the safest geez. spot in my house, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Your roommate won't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. You should make, like, training videos. Preparing yeah. Preparing for right. day. <laughs> preparing for game day. That's funny. And so, with getting paid as a comedian, um, around the area, is that something that's, like, that's a big opportunity. Though. No, God, no. no. Exactly. Um, <laughs> That's what I thought. Like ten bucks to drive, like an hour or two hours, right? Um, I think. Uh, well, I think the feature spot at Kefalingham might be paid, but I don't think so if you're a local. Yeah. Like if you're just coming up the block, I don't think you're paid. But, um, the Shakedown open mic used to be a showcase, mm-hmm. and they would pay out of town comedians to come in. Um, the showcase portion of Way North, I think, is paid. Yeah, yeah. I, think I got paid for it, so hopefully it is, and I'm really sorry if it's <laughs> <Yeah>. not. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to let you guys down. <laughs> but I got paid, so. Get the deal. Yeah. 
Um, no, it's, there's not a huge call. It's not like it was like a thousand dollars. It was exactly. like here's twenty bucks. I, for me, when I did poetry, God, I hate going back to that. <laughs> um, it fucking sounds pretentious when I say it. When Spoken you did poetry. Word. There we go. Just so everybody knows, he has this like pinky up, hella fancy yes, every time exactly. he says it. Exactly. Drinking my fine espresso. <laughs> <laughs> the I drive uh, Tri-State. Mm-hmm. So I'd go to Oregon, and I I'm not getting paid for it. How the that. fuck do you have time to drive <laughs> to all these places? Um, you uh, sleep in your car mm. for like three hours. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Fucking. No. <laughs> I don't even drive down to Seattle. Really? I got I got I got um. Uh, I got booked on a show in Tacoma, and like it's known I won't drive anywhere. Like I fucking mm-hmm. hate driving south of Everett, and so oh, yeah, somebody messaged me, and they're like, "Hey, uh, I'm putting on the show." It was like a couple months in advance, like on this date, and I already booked this person, another Bellingham comedian, to be your driver. So oh, <laughs> will you come down and do like 20 minutes? It's like holding you hostage. Yeah, I was like, yeah, sure, fuck it. You already, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Like, I don't even drive south. Like, if somebody, like, I'm never the first person to be like, let's go down to Seattle and do the show. Like, like I'm on a show for an audition for a comedy competition in September. Ooh. And I was like, who the fuck else is going to this? Because I can't say yes until I know somebody else is driving. Yeah. <laughs> so is it that you don't like the traffic or do you get anxiety when you're around a lot of cars? Uh, the traffic sucks. I get hella bad anxiety when I I'm around so different many cars. people like that. And also, my car is a piece of shit. Oh. Like you probably, I had to circle the block because I thought I could park in here because mm-hmm. it used to be able to when my brother lived here. And so I had to circle the block to park down there. You oh. probably heard my car like chugging through here. Like, <laughs> That shitty loud thing was my car. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> I used to have one of those too. I think I had like a cracked rim, and yeah, yeah, it, it was interesting. It's horrible, and it's like I commute like fifty miles a day, give or take, yeah. if I'm doing anything before or after work. And so, like by the time I get home, it's like chugging, like oh, <laughs> getting into the garage. It's horrible. And it's last legs mm-hmm. at the do CPR. Has to take a car. nap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! I have. Um, with driving and stuff, when I was in Idaho, you're so far away from many things mm-hmm. uh, outside of hiking and uh, going to the bar. Yeah. That you kind of have to, or you have to drive really far to go and do other things. Yeah. Like, you know, go see a show, like in Spokane, it's an hour and a half drive one way. And yeah. And I got, I used to party a lot. Mm-hmm. Um I got really bored of that because a lot of my friends they plateaued yeah. in what they the kind of partying that they were doing mm-hmm. and just fucking sank. And oh. it's not that I have uh, not to denigrate like partying or anything like that because it's fun to just enjoy <laughs> yourself. Yeah, yeah. But that that was literally all that they did. Mm-hmm. And so I was just desperately like when I was younger looking for something else. Yeah. And, and um, that kind of comes down to comedy. In, talking about like making money off of it or anything like that like it's not very interesting what is interesting is that it's so difficult at least to me anyways yeah and it never actually ends and you can't you know get so good at it that it's just you don't have to try yeah yeah and it actually it doesn't give like some fucking flowery sense of meaning to life but (laughs) it it distracts you (laughs) from the fucking dismal monotony that can be you know day-to-day life Mm. and that that's kind of what i'm excited about getting into comedy a little bit more and hopefully it doesn't stink as much as fucking poetry no yeah but yeah 
yeah, you should come check out the scene up in Bellingham. Yeah, I'm excited. I got to work at 5 in the morning, so what I'm going to do <laughs> is I'm going to go up there. It ends at 12, I think. Yeah. So I'm just going to pass out my work van at work. Yeah. And I get like four hours of sleep. Nice. Yeah, do good. it. Yeah. yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'm going to go up uh, next Monday. I got some material. That, nice. Yeah. I just got to send them an email and stuff. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We'll see how it works. It'll be fun. Um, What is your... So... You basically just have a journal and you'll write one-off thoughts. Yeah. In it. And you'll work it out on stage, basically. Well, I'll work it out by myself, either at home or in my car, mm. and then okay. on stage. I see what you're saying. And I'm trying to figure out, like, I don't know, how to approach it. Because the shit that I've said so far has not worked out very well. Oh, let's it's, hear it. Let's uh, go. Let's no, do it. No, let's no. do a... Oh, fuck. Oh, what's that called? It's a sports term. Uh, Not a key. Play, play, No. <sighs> this is why I need Alf. Um, busting people for snow. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's called... So I can't remember. Oh, God. Oh, well. Right. Workshop. It's like workshop, but it's different. Oh. Huh. Sex? No. <laughs> That's not a sports <laughs> term. I just thought people who do sports. No. Let me. I'll try. This is horrible. It's all about. It's about a cat. A cat? Yes, a cat. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hold on. Let me find this. Give me a minute. Eh, fuck it. I'll just pause it. There are like people who do like who tell stories and are very like take you on like a ride. Yeah. Like with the same thought, and I don't think I do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, and that's kind of where I think I need to read books about it and just be mm-hmm. like standoffish not try to take it take it all with a grain of salt well it's you have to find your voice too mm-hmm. and you have to find what works for you so like i ha- like there are people in the scene who like there's this one guy and he's fucking amazing but all he does are one-liners oh like quick like i kind of like david tell right Cause there's i don't know i'm not oh. familiar with oh, i'm shit, a horrible comedian Damn, yeah i well, don't know anybody <laughs> i will admit it that uh, until i got into before I got interested in comedy, I didn't know yeah. shit about comedians. Um, he just does a lot of one-liners, and he's fucking amazing at what he does. But if I were to try and tell a bunch of one-liners, he'd be like, all right, the f- why the fuck are you here? Is this, yeah, it? Is exactly. this it? Just like, I think, Yeah, I have a couple, like, one-liner jokes that I, like, throw out if I want to fill time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have, a, I have a friend in the scene, and, like, he goes hard with stories. Like, he okay. does really well in long-form sets mm-hmm. because he has, like, a bunch of, like, Stories that are just funny, and the way he says them are funny, and they have punchlines scattered throughout them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. So it just depends. You gotta find. Just fuck around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, find until you find what you are good at and your delivery style that's good for you. Yeah. Like, I'm really good when I'm angry. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like fake angry, like yelling. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's, like, works for me. Yeah. I, I don't do it all the time, but oh, I do sure. it most of the time. I mean, when you kind of put that energy behind it. I yeah. Think. But other people would be weird if they did that. Yeah, exactly. There was that one guy who was up at Way North, and he looked kind of nerdy. And he was one of the showcases. He had, like, glasses on. I think it was Bo or something. Yeah. yeah. If he were to do that, I don't think yeah. it would work very no, well. Yeah. Unless he was trying to do, like, some Columbine angle. <laughs> oh, my work. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. This might be it. Oh. Tell me that I, I might have buried this and I might be. Oh, yeah. 
Meaning the active life, blah, blah, blah. Oh, that was setting shit on fire. Okay. I'm sorry about this, Chris. <laughs> I will find it. Yeah, I had a pretty... You, that's a lot of writing. Pretty, yeah, you, have, you write so much. Yeah, I've, um, when I was not doing poetry or comedy, mm-hmm. that's, that's all that I've done. Is Overall, writing is one of my favorite yeah. things. Oh, that's neat. I think. And it just doing plays on words and shit like that. And I found out too trying to make shit up does not work out that well. Like on the spot? Yeah. Like, like up there? Oh well, no. With um, the light on you? Using uh, crafting stories for the sake of being funny. Oh yeah. You could tell you're being inauthentic. Or yeah. Whatever. Like, yeah. That one hit me pretty hard. Right. Here, I'll find it. Fuck, I thought I had it too. Mm, there we go. Okay. Those are just all fucking weird. I'll do one of the... This is like... So this is kind of how I structured it. Was I had chunked out stories. Yeah. Basically. That's like the only angle that I've went at it so far. I couldn't find the term. I was Googling it. it oh, kept really? being like It kept being like, here's a thesaurus yeah. app for a workshop. And I'm like, that's not what I fucking want. Fuck you. <laughs> Just know what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> this was, I was raised by a single mom, so naturally I had a shitload of cats growing mm-hmm. Oh, is this it? Are yeah, we doing yeah, it? Yeah, okay, this okay. One's it. Yeah. All right, okay. This is, and I might have to do this verbatim because fuck, it's been so long. Uh, they were the closest things that I had to family. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they never hit each other, didn't yell drunkenly, or didn't try to run each other over with cars. Mm-hmm. But beware of their assholes. <laughs> when I was about eight years old, I just got done beating off in my bed, and my cat hopped up on there. And I was like, ah, oh, perfect time. So I started petting her. And she starts purring, and then she rolls onto her belly. So I start stroking her belly furiously, <laughs> faster and faster. And then the front door slams shut. She fucking takes off, and in her place was a fucking anal worm. Oh, gross. So, <laughs> as if it was some predatory animal, I fucking just booked it mm-hmm. out the door. And, yeah, that and a lot of people were fucking disgusted yeah. by that. It, yeah, yeah, I found out probably disgusting is not the way that I want to go. Also, there's no punchline there, buddy. Yeah, that's exactly, <laughs> I, yeah. And I gotta figure out how to be able to, how to craft the punchlines yeah. a lot better. yeah. And or you could also take the route of like, uh, like there's a difference between saying things that are funny and saying something in a funny way. Mm. You know what I mean? I see. So you could like, I mean, maybe not with that, mm-hmm. but yeah, <laughs> but no, exactly. with the other things, it's you. There is a difference between like taking like a mundane sentence and saying it in a funny way. Mm. Sometimes is enough to be comedic. Yeah, and. Um, that's the thing too is I still gotta learn more, a lot more about humor because I, I guess I might be thinking about that too much mm-hmm. or too deeply with humor all the stuff that I've looked at is uh, just 
mocking things, uh, mm -hmm. comparing things that are really odd, or framing it in a way that's like really, really strange. Mm -hmm. I guess is like for for you, is there comedic devices that you use? I don't like using that fucking term. But what do you want? Like, like, like is there? Can you use it in a um, sentence? <laughs> is, is there certain ways that you like think of crafting a punchline? Like, I'm gonna make it funny by um, being gross, or I'm gonna make it funny by being. I don't think so. I just think. Uh, funny. Yeah. Yeah. I just I don't know. I. And I think a lot of it has to do with my comfortability. Because mm -hmm. um, I've noticed if I'm not comfortable on stage for whatever reason, it doesn't, none of my shit goes as well. Like, yeah. it, it's like, if I'm only at 80%, like, I do not do yeah, that I did well. mushrooms on stage once. And yeah. I was paranoid mm -hmm. I did that. Yeah. And <laughs> I did really bad. Yeah. So, compared to the time before that, which I did well, and mm -hmm. it, was, it could have been a lot of things. Yeah. Mushrooms did not help. No, huh? No. <laughs> and, um... Here's the last half of this. Oh, there's there's more anal worms. Uh, yeah, no, no, no anal worms. Um, yeah. Here, I don't know if this is going to be horrible. But I wasn't all kindness growing up. I was somewhat of a little fucker. Growing up, most kids get taken out to the woods with their father, where they teach them how to start a fire, pitch a tent, stroke a tent, use a map, learn how to fend for yourself. Well, my dad was busy pitching his tent and exhausted pussy and amphetamines. So I learned about fire on my own. No, never mind, never mind, never mind. I deleted it all. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm sorry <laughs> about that. It was basically about I uh, when I was a kid, we found this cat in an alleyway, mm -hmm. and it was like his hair was all fucking matted and mangled mm -hmm. and shit. And I decided to take it in. We had a bunch of cats, so I don't know. I was a little pansy, but. I, I took the cat in, and then my uh, brother-in-law and I put the cat in the bath because we wanted to give it a shave before mm -hmm. we sent it out on its way. Yeah. Well, we turned the clippers on, put it in the fur, just tangled fur, mm -hmm. and it, blood everywhere. Oh. It had fucking tumors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just fucking, literally just books, and just blood trail. Oh, was, gross. Yeah, fucking disgusting. Ucky. Horrible, horrible story to bring up. Yeah. And I don't, like... I guess I got a. I that was when I decided. Okay, gruesome things. Trying to turn that into comedy is probably not going to work. No. It's going to be really difficult at the very least. So yeah. like, I had another situation where. Um, yeah, I'll change the subject. For a second <laughs> too, I where, I, like, I've overdosed. I've uh, driven a car when I was ten and backed it into the city hall oh, nice. and ran it into a tree. And the guy tried to fuck me. Like, I, yeah. So in. I feel like there's... I was a stepdad when I was 13. I've got married when I was 16. Like, there's shit there that yeah. I can do something yeah, with. Yeah, for sure. I, I guess I gotta find out how to do something yeah. with it. But, um, do you ever talk about, like, personal shit? Um, there, or is it more observational? I know it's... Yes and no. There's some stuff I do talk about. Like, okay, uh... There was a shooting at the mall I work at. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, and that happened on a... martial arts day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that was on a Friday, and I did a show on Sunday, and I did, like, ten minutes on the shooting. Oh. Yeah, like, two days later. Um, so that kind of stuff, like, that, that's obviously personal. That, mm -hmm. like, affected me. Um, and I was, like, super like good like it felt like i felt better talking about it on stage than i did talking to the, like the appointed grief counselor we had for uh, my work uh, yeah I see. 
So you're almost like letting all that pressure out. Yeah, a little bit. Comedy is therapy. Yeah, comedy <laughs> is therapy. Some people just take it too far. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can understand that. Yeah, so I do talk about some personal stuff. Like, I'll talk about, like, relationships and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. um, I think that's about as personal as I get. Yeah. And I can see, too, how you could... If you did fixate on, like, I'm only going to focus on this, then mm-hmm. you end up pigeonholing yourself as yeah. an artist and kind of like Chappelle. But in the sense where, you know, they always uh, call out, like, I'm rich, bitch, or something yeah. like that. It's where there's this expectation that mm-hmm. everywhere you go, you're going to perform a set like this. Yeah. And so, it's hmm, interesting. And with comedy, it's almost as much of how you perform in the community around you right like getting to know people and having friends yeah um it's definitely good to be friends with the people you have to see at least once a week yeah yeah exactly (laughs) uh it's never good when anybody's fighting uh the seattle scene um melts down like once every couple of weeks and they'll like fight with each other openly on the internet and like yeah, i've seen that a couple yeah. times and we'll all like mess- message each other in bellingham i'm in a group chat with a bunch of bellingham comedians and we'll be like oh fuck go go to this person's facebook this thread this comment like <laughs> follow it it's, it's like 70 down. comments deep and yeah. we're just like popcorn 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 but um that doesn't really happen a lot in bellingham but when it does we do it privately because mm-hmm. we're classy yeah exactly <laughs> we fight like either in person or through private messages on Facebook, mm. never publicly. So I feel like there's this, um, somebody, I posted a picture with a bunch of comedians a couple of weeks ago from an open mic and we were all like having a good time in the picture and somebody like a Seattle comedian was like, Oh, you know what I love about Bellingham? Like as shitty as like shitty as Pacific Northwest comedy is, you guys always <laughs> seem to be friends and have it together. <laughs> and I replied and I was like, no, we just, we fight quietly. Yeah. <laughs> Do the stealth kills. Yeah, we're the moms who wait to get in the van before we kick our kids' ass. <laughs> oh, like, we shit. don't do it in the grocery store. Yes. But we still do it. Behind the tinted windows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the Aerostar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And with doing the hairstylist, you have to drum up a lot of your own clients and stuff, right? Yeah, pretty much. Or at least retain the ones that walk in. Oh, I see. Yeah. And that's all about if you are renting a, a good spot, essentially. Right? Um, I don't booth rent. You don't booth rent? No, I'm commission. Oh. So I work for somewhere. They provide, like, all the shit for me, and I get 60% of what I make. Damn. Yeah. That's not bad at all. No. The other 40% that takes care of, like, the lights, the water bill, the product, the hassle of having a receptionist. Shit, you don't want to deal with Yeah, it. fuck it. You can have that 40%. <laughs> yeah. Take it, dude. That's what I would probably outsource anyway to pay somebody else to handle all my shit. I don't have to worry about my taxes. I don't have to worry really? about any of that. Yeah. Damn. Like, I get a W-2 and I just do that. That's not bad at Like, all. the hardest thing I have to do is report my tips. <laughs> wow. As far as, like, the financial aspect of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Keeping it straightforward, basically. Yeah. And when it comes down to doing, like, uh, hairstyling, are there different levels to this? Sorry, I'm a little... I'm ignorant. Um, I am a master stylist. Uh, so you got, like, a black belt? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, I'm at, like, the top tier of, like, salon. Oh, So shit. there's three levels in my salon, and I'm at the top tier of it. Okay. Yeah. And... Do you have to pass tests? No. Um, th- what I do like about where I work is they pay us to take training. Whoa. Like, we get paid, like, a fucking stupid amount of money, too. Like, when I got my master promotion, they're like, this is your new training, right? And I'm like, cool, what classes are right now? <laughs> yes. Because I'll fucking take a bus to Seattle. Like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Just fill them up. Yeah. Oh, um, shit. 
No, it's about, really, it's about money. Yeah. Um, how much money you make, which is directly related to your skills, your clientele, your ability to be, like, professional and keep a clientele, mm-hmm. stuff like that. I see what you're saying. Because, yeah. yeah, a lot of it, you're, like you said, retaining your clients yeah. and stuff. And that seems like there's actually, because when I looked at it, I just thought, you know, you, you cut hair, um, doing with the same styles that you were taught and there's like no freedom there is there like a lot of creative you have creative freedom yeah for sure um like i don't i don't think i cut anybody's hair the same way unless it's like a little kid's cut because those are all like fuck it two on the side finger length on top get away from me and just shine yeah Yeah. see you later (laughs) (laughs) i fucking hate doing kids cuts i heard that if it well it was in idaho um that if you see that they have lice and you've already started you can't stop Fuck that! No, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> like, my former sister-in-law, she was a hairstylist, and she started, and there was a kid, and he had lice, and there was law there that you can't stop once you once you've started. They have to do a thorough ass consultation. Then I've only I have been blessed by the gods to only have one child with lice, and she didn't have lice lice. She had nits, which are the lice eggs that stick to the hair. Oh, you so she no, she was like she came in, and I was like, "Is this dandruff? What the fuck?" And like, if you pull on it and it doesn't just come out of the hair, it's nits. And I was like, "Oh, I can't." cut your hair like i went and grabbed her mom and I was, she was like oh she had lice like a week ago but we got rid of it and i was like well no <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's still some shit in here you got two days max and that's gonna be back again yeah um, so that was nice but no in washington no you don't cut their hair Damn, like even cool. if you've already started you're like sorry bye yeah exactly <laughs> when i was in beauty school i worked retail um and one of my coworkers was like, you're in beauty school. Will you come in kids' hair? And I was like, yeah, sure. Fuck it. Any experience. Mm-hmm. And she was like, cool. Because I took him to a great clips. And they stopped halfway through his haircut. And immediately I was like, oh, fuck. This guy has lice. No this shit. Kid. And she brought him in to, like, work with us. And she was like, well, you just look at it. And I'm like, like, you could see it. And I was like, no, fucking go give him a bath. Wrap yeah. up your sheets, dude. Get out of here. Get him one of those headdress thingies. God, no, yeah. They don't, we don't, mm, we don't yeah. fuck with lice. Yeah, I hate kids' guts. Yeah. But no, I don't think I cut any client's hair the same way. Oh, okay. Which is weird because, well, and I tell my clients this all the time, like my, the ones I'm chill with that are like mm-hmm. yeah, down. Yeah, you're personable with Yeah. Too. Yeah. Like, if I see clients, and, like, I know their names, but if I see any clients out in the wild, like, like, <laughs> yeah. a, like Fred Meyer or wherever, I'm like, hey, sweet pea, hey, buttercup. Like, I just call them whatever fucking pops yeah, to my head. Because I have no idea what the fuck their name is. Oh, shit. But I, I know, but I know exactly how I cut their hair. I know exactly what hair color formulation I use, oh. like, how many foils I put in their hair. Like, I know all of that. Like, I know they like to come in at 3 p.m. on a Sunday. Yeah. But I don't fucking know their name. It's fucking tunnel like, vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, fuck, I just, I know exactly how to cut your hair, but I have no idea what your name is. Yeah. So, like, I don't think I cut anybody's hair the same. But oh, I also don't know anybody's name, so. Yeah. Well, that's not important. Yeah. That's the hair. Yeah, like, today, one of my coworkers, I wasn't there yesterday, and so one of my coworkers did one of my clients, and she's like, oh, I did so-and-so's hair, and I was like, describe it to me. And she, like, described her, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, for sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, what color did she use? All right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How's she doing? She still work at the school? Like, <laughs> uh, It's like you profile people by their hair. That's yeah. funny. I know what they do. I know how many kids they have. I know what kind of car they drive, but I don't fucking know their name. No. no. That's about the same with me. Even yeah. close friends, I, I always try to call them uh, 
guy, yeah. girl, just <laughs> yeah. anything. What's up, dude? Uh, yeah, just little <laughs> nicknames. Luckily, I haven't forgotten my son's name, so yeah, that, that's that'd be good. Horrible. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I had a friend, and um, I don't know. I don't like to judge anybody by their ability to parent, but he he forgot everything about his child. Oh, jeez. Yeah. One time lost his kid, so... Oh, that's cool. Yeah, exactly. It goes on an adventure. Yeah, a little bit. That's how you gotta look at it. Yeah. That happened to me when I was at Disneyland with my dad. I lost him for like a day. (laughs) Yeah, I was seven, and my my brother was 12. It was fucking crazy. Yeah, we found him in the parking garage at 8 o'clock at night by the car. My parents left me at the beach one time. Whoa, And like, like, I'm not an only child, but I kind of am, because my brothers are 10 and 12 years older than me. It's the same with me. Yeah, so it's not like they were around. Like, they were at home fucking playing PlayStation. <laughs> my parents went to the beach with me, and then they, the only child with them, and then they left <laughs> without me. It's like Joe Dirt. I know, I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> I was there for like 30 minutes alone. Just Holy like, we, I was like, fuck it, I'm going back down to the beach. And like, yeah. we were at Padilla Bay. <laughs> oh, fuck. I just went right back down played in the rocks yeah looking for little crabs <laughs> oh shit that yeah. one the fuck playing with the crabs too my yeah great of the crabs though. i love i went down me and my boyfriend went down to a beach the other day and i was so fucking pissed off because the tide was in oh, like i didn't yeah. even want to get out of the car i'm like fuck it let's just go to wendy's <laughs> i don't care no i don't want to go and he's like just get out of the car <laughs> <laughs> i still got to get that tide shit down i don't i never know really? i have no concept of how the tides i know the moon Mm-hmm. Is involved, <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> but like I have no fucking clue when or where or how high or like. Wh- just sometimes I'll be like, "Oh, this is let's go, let's stop here. There's no water. Let's." Yeah. <laughs> I want to play with the crabs. I don't care if I'm wearing heels. Like I'll take them off. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, it, it'll yeah. be an adventure. Yeah, yeah. That's what the crazy thing is. Is almost everyone that I've asked, none of them are old as fuck though. So that might be something to take into consideration. Nobody knows the tides. No, I asked unless them. you have like a farmer's almanac. Is that what you mean? Maybe. They I make think... still? Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, we can Google it, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure you're going to be like, what time is the time going to be out? You yeah. know, but like, bing, bing. Like, like right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's crab time. <laughs> yeah. Flip those rocks. <laughs> yeah. And I still got to collect, st- uh, I don't think I should say, fuck it. I still got to collect some starfish, too. So I don't think you're supposed <laughs> you're not to. You're all posted. Or sand dollies. Wait, sand dollies. Yeah, you're not supposed to be that either. Really? Yeah, are leave everything at the ocean. I yes. Was sand dollars per, oh, no, wow. those are real living things. I'm fucking retarded. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, they're you're alive. Educating me. Yeah, they're alive. They um, when you look at the dried ones, the white ones, the dry mm-hmm. ones, you can buy them at like fucking antique shops and garage sales. I thought that shit was clay. Illegal. No, oh, really? they, they're just dried up and dead. Oh, um, shit. That's their like exoskeleton. Um, that's cool. At the bottom of some of them, you can still see. Like, it's rough around the edges, mm-hmm. and it just looks like the bottom of, like, like glass beer bottles. You know how they have those ridges? Yeah. That stuff? That's their, like, little, like, how they, like, move around. What? Yeah, they're, like, little... Like, oh, my God! Yeah. They're alive. Yeah. Those holes are for, like, breathing and, like, shitting and, like, doing You're stuff. <laughs> <laughs> just shooting shit out yeah. of them all day. I don't know how they actually work, but... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not a marine biologist. Sounds like an engineer looking at a car. I don't know how this thing starts, but... <laughs> Listen, I think there's a key involved. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Something with metal. I don't know. No, my best friend does... Um, fuck, she literally just told me this on Monday. I ask her all the time. I just, she goes to UW. She majors in fish. Like, and that's all I say. That's a major? You, no, oh, it's not. Okay, it's good, actually, good. She actually has a major. 
fish. But she just fucks around with fish all day. Really? Like freshwater, saltwater, any kind of fish. The other day, she's from the valley. She lives in Seattle now. And uh, she was up the other day, and she came out to the open mic on Monday, and it was super fun. But she was like, I was like, why are you in town? And she was like, I came to get oysters, but they didn't have the right kind of oysters that I needed, so I just am <laughs> hanging out. And I'm like, fucking! And I was like, what are you going to do? And she's like, I'm going to open them and study them. And I'm like, what the fuck is your life? Yeah, <laughs> She lives in this nice-ass apartment in the U District and, like, spends all of her time dissecting, like, fish and, like, sp- out on boats and, like, Whoa. hanging out. Yeah, she lives the coolest life. That's fucking cool. But sometimes she sends me really ugly fish pictures. And I'm like, I don't want to see that. Oh, that yeah, thing's sad. Oh, just, like, <laughs> mutilated fish and yeah, shit. Yeah, or, like, they have, like, ugly face. Or, like, uh, she sent me a, a video and it was, like, several fish that they had collected. Mm-hmm. Like, little, like, two inches long. And they were covered in, like, this parasite. That would, like, get into their body, I guess, and then, like, sprout out. Like, fucking, like, alien style. Yeah. It's like Invasion of the Body Snatchers Yeah, it was horrible. I was like, don't fucking send me shit like this. No, send me memes, dude. exactly. (laughs) That's where we end. Where's Dory at, (laughs) damn it? for real. God. Damn. And that reminds me, I got a a buddy, he's, he fucking works out on the research vessels as an engineer or whatever. That's cool. I just think anything at sea would be bad. Yeah, yeah. I want to go back in the day and, like... Be a sailor. Yeah, like, that would be so cool. With a little cap. You <laughs> with know what a little I mean? cap. And like a yeah. dog in a sweater. I don't know. I just want a fucking parrot. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. No, that's everything. that's a pirate. I don't want to be that. Oh, that's too much. That's, that's not as cushy. Yeah. I want like I want to be like a bougie captain. <laughs> you know? Yeah. With like a pipe. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. I'll take that as long as that pipe's filled with weed, no tobacco. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. Like when I want, like I want to be a sea captain that I can put my vessel. Like, at any dock and not worry about the money. Yeah. Like, I want to be, like, an affluent sea captain. I like that. I have financial goals in my fucking... <laughs> yeah, it's just a sea captain. <laughs> I would be rich. Yeah. But a sea captain. That's cool. There's a guy, he worked for National Geographic, and he did that, where he was, like, he had a sailboat, mm-hmm. and National Geographic would be like, fucking take pictures in Patagonia. I'm like, all right. I'm going to sail my boat there. What the, the fuck? motherfucker would just sail all the way ah, across the so world. That's so cool. Yeah, man. I'm like, damn. That's what I want. Because you can live on that thing. Yeah, you can. That, that's You can live dream. in your car. But, yeah. like, not be a bum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Still have people over, kind of. They don't have to sit on your bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They can sit on your couch. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. That'd be so dope. Yeah, yeah, anything at sea is really cool. I used to want to be a marine biologist when really? I was, like, a kid. Yeah, see, that's kind of what but I But then I got left at the beach, and I was like, I never <laughs> want to be here again. I'm traumatized. <laughs> oh, God. I hate it here. Yeah. It's, I grew up in uh, Northern California, uh-huh. and we used to go to the ocean all the time. And there, I don't, you don't get it as much here. Kind of like on Whidbey, you have that thick fog that rolled oh, in yeah, every yeah. day. And it was just something that I missed about that when I was in Idaho with all the fucking rednecks. <laughs> and sorry, Idaho people. <laughs> um, and I like how you left Idaho and came to Cedar Woolley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's everyone in Idaho told me that. Oh, you're gonna miss the mountains. I can't believe you're going to the city. What the fuck are you talking this about? This is not. There's a mountain literally right there. Yeah, exactly. I can see it. <laughs> like fuck, Baker's just only an hour yeah. away. Yeah. It, and I like it here because you actually, just like Idaho or the places that I was at in Idaho, you, you get that sense of you know nature and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to sacrifice uh, 
not being around the city. And I don't even mean that to romanticize the city. Yeah. Just the the opportunity. Like, like we have a Costco. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, we do. You don't have to drive an hour yeah. one way for a Costco. I have a couple clients who live on the islands, like the San Juan Islands, like oh. Orcas, Lopez, Friday Harbor, shit like and that. That's like a. This ferry, the ferry ride yeah. alone is like thirty minutes. It I depends think, on way. which island, yeah. Jeez. And they'll, they'll come over and they'll be like, "You have to fit me in today because <laughs> I made this." Trip. I'm like, "Fuck it, sit down." <laughs> but then also, like, what they do is they just have like a giant fucking cooler, like basically a chest freezer, not plugged in, and they go to Costco and they go to all these stores and load up on their shit and then put it in the cooler, ice it, and then get home and unload it all. And that sounds fucking. They do that like once every like couple weeks or couple Ew. months or whatever. And I'm like, oh my god, that's. Yeah. Not worth it to live no, out there. It's not worth it at all. Like I, I feel it's like, super pretty in a really cool area, but that'd be so fucking annoying. On a day to day basis, I think it loses its fucking luster very yeah. quickly. I like but I'm also the kind of person like I don't go one big grocery shopping trip like mm-hmm. every day I'm like, Oh, I think I should do bagels and cream cheese <laughs> and I'll like go and get like bagels, cream cheese and like an avocado. Yes. Like, just fucking every day I'm at the store. And see be, being um raised in in somewhere so small i've always wondered that and i kind of want to i don't know it's weird to want to interview people for that but i want to interview some people down in seattle for that very reason even in bellingham because when you live in some places on top of a grocery store what the fuck's your life like like how do you because i'm used to that you know going to the grocery store every two weeks Mm -hmm. not having like a starbucks and a qfc right below to where you can go literally buy your food fresh every day yeah, I can I can walk to Hagen for my house. Jesus. And it's just there. I've never done it. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's one, like 1.2 miles away. Yeah. I can. I've never, but. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I also have this thing, like, so I grew, my, I grew up my whole life here in the valley. Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up, like, two miles away from here right now. Jesus. And, um. So I've gone to the same Fred Meyer, Rite Aid, Target, all of these same oh, ones wow. down here for 23 years. Whoa. And I moved up to Bellingham earlier this year. But because I still work down here, I still shop down here because I can't, like, when I, it's better now, but, like, it used to when I moved up there. Like, if I go into any of the Fred Meyer, by the way, they have, like, 10 Hagens up there. <laughs> yes, and they're they all do. fucking different. None <laughs> really? of them are set up the same way. No. Oh None God. of them are. God, it's horrible. Okay, so. learning lesson. <laughs> so, if I, get, I, if I go to a different Fred Meyer or a different Hagen or a different Target, mm-hmm. I get, like, like weirdly anxious. Oh. Like, like, to the point of, like, panic attacks. Yeah. Because, like, everything is the same. Everything looks the same. It smells like Fred Meyer. It smells like Target. But, like, everything's different. Like, yeah. just enough. Like, Uncanny Valley. Like, I woke up in a bad dream. Like, Twilight Zone Dimension. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I can't oh, do this. Jesus. It's horrible. Like, one time I was at... Oh God, where was I? I can't remember where I was. But I was, like, looking around and looking around for hummus. And I couldn't find it. And I was like, it's supposed to be right here. This is where the hummus has always fucking been. Except for the one time they moved it in 2008. Like, this is where it is. And I have like... I An employee saw me, like scrambling and he came over and he was like can i help you i'm like y'all motherfuckers got hummus like freaked out yelled at him and i was like i just i have to go i need to leave so now i it's easier now like i go i go grocery shopping with my boyfriend a lot not because like i fucking 
I don't know, because I need somebody with <laughs> need me. A yeah, and he lives lived up in Bellingham his whole life, so it's easy uh, for me to be like, I need this specific item. He's like, all right, let's go. So like, it's like, it's like a guide dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like my guide dog, so it's getting better. Like, I can go to one of the Fred Meyers up there unattended now. <laughs> but any of the Hagens, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, they're all different. Mm-hmm. Even the Hagens down here are different, but I'm used to them. I see. But all of them up there are set up, like, it's like somebody took a bunch of fucking, like, dice, and they were, like, <laughs> different sections, and they're like, yeah, Yahtzee! And then, like, this is how this Hagen's set up now. Yeah. It's fucking, it's a <laughs> none of them are the same. That's like Walmart up there, because that's the only Walmart that I've ever been to that gives me the exact anxiety I think that you're talking about, because they have, like, vegetables and shit in the freezer aisle. And it, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It, I've never been to the Walmart up there. Don't ever go. <laughs> <laughs> I've No, that's a lie. I went up there because I had to return something. But I've, I didn't ever shop at Walmart down here either. Oh, like, really? I've only been to the new one. There's uh-huh. The Walmart down here is new. Oh, really? It used to be on the other side of the freeway. Oh, um, shit. Yeah. Like, directly up. on the other side. Like, if you're driving on the freeway and Walmart's right here, this white building right here used to be Walmart. Damn, so yeah. like right behind Safeway kind yeah. of. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now it's like a farm store. Yeah. But uh, that used to be Walmart. So I've only gen- gone to the one that's on the new side of the freeway like a handful of times. Mm-hmm. And that happened like 10 years ago. Oh, shit. Why, wait, why have you not gone to Walmart? Is it because of... Walmart shitty. Wait, why? Because people wear pajamas? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that and like they're shitty to their employees. Everybody oh, there makes, makes like maybe $11.05. Damn, you know what I mean? That You have a much better conscience than me. I got so much shit from China. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Fuck, that's a really good point. Yeah. I never considered that. Yeah. Fuck. They're shitty to their employees. And also, it's there's too many people there all the time. That's true. It's I, like see, going, I like if people. I want to fuck with that many people, I'll go mm-hmm. to Costco. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, get better I've, stuff. I've never been to Costco. When I picture Costco, I, it's You've like... You've never been to Costco? It's like the treasure room oh, off Aladdin. Oh, man. Like that's it's so good. how people talk about it. You yeah. have to go to it's Costco. Like, I got a Costco credit card. Jesus <laughs> So here, here's a shitty thing, though. Uh, whenever I get a Costco card and they take your picture for it, mm-hmm. um, you get, like, a membership card. That also makes you feel oddly powerful. Oh, I don't know I why. <laughs> but they take your picture for it. I always make the most fucked up face. Oh, yes. The most fucked up. <laughs> and, like, I bring my best friend with me, and he's always like, you can do better. Oh, Try it again. Fuck. And I'm like, okay, like, how many chins can I get in this picture? <laughs> make the ugliest fucking face, right? And I've been doing that for years. I got a new Costco card, like, I think in March, and then... In July, I wanted to buy a pool, so mm-hmm. I went and got a credit card through Costco because I was not going to fucking buy a ground like player. A kiddie pool? Like an above-ground oh, pool okay. for my yard for the summer. I wasn't going to pay for it all at once. Fuck that. I'm yeah, an American. Exactly. So I went and got a credit card through Costco. They sent it to me in the mail, and I flipped it over, and it has my fucking Costco picture on it. <laughs> and the shitty thing is I get 4% cash back on gas, mm-hmm. so I use it everywhere whenever I buy gas. But I have to show the people my card with my dumb fucking face oh, on it God. now. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. They took a picture while I was having a stroke. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I had issues. I can't believe you've never been to Costco. I've never been to Costco. <sighs> okay, oh so they have hot dogs. Wait. They have like a food court. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Ooh. They have a food court and they're... For a, they're fucking big too. They're beefy. They're like this big. Jesus, that's like. No, the whole hot dog is oh, this big. Okay. This is the hot dog with the bun. <laughs> okay, you get a hot dog. It's like this long, mm-hmm. and you get a drink, a twenty ounce drink, free refills, dollar fifty. 
damn, that's like the casino. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You get a chicken bake, it's like three bucks. I don't know. They have hella good food there. Holy shit. Yeah. You don't even need a Costco card to use that because they're cash only. Really? Yeah, just sneak in with some family. Oh, Go to the food court. (laughs) Maybe I might have to take your picture and I'll go buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, uh, God, get a fucking Costco membership. Damn. It's only like 50 bucks. I feel like I'm joining a cult. It's so good. What do I get the robe? You get like, I buy only trail mix there. LaCroix is only cheap. Trail mix? Yeah, they got these like. That's all I eat. They got these big, okay, they got these fucking. All right, so you know how expensive it is. Yes. Okay, I buy my trail mix at Fred Meyer, or mm-hmm. I used to, and for a bag this big, it was like seven bucks, right? Yeah. For a bag this big is ten dollars at Costco. What? Yeah, organic. What kind of trickery are they doing? And it's got almonds and pumpkin seeds and cashews and cranberries and blueberries. In it. Oh, blueberries! Blueberries! Ooh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> my shit <laughs> you have to go to Costco I think I might have to yeah set up a cot in there See? yeah yeah Damn. just climb up in one of the rafters yeah, yeah. it's so bad cause um when I got on that like fucking weird ass ketogenic diet shit mm-hmm. and ever since I did that I've always been someone who's eaten like a lot like 4,000 calories That's a day fucking too much like, you know those uh big cart the biggest carton of goldfish you can get mm-hmm. um I would polish off. You can buy those at Costco. Really? Oh my <laughs> two god! Pack. Yeah. Damn. Hour and a half. The only thing. Holy shit! That's too much. How much water did you have to drink? That's a lot None. of sodium. What? I would. What I do is you get a handful, whole handful. Om om om. Get the next one loaded up. Oh my god! This is bad. It's crazy. I did ketogenic kind of for a couple of months, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and I recently went gluten free. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I see no difference. Yeah. Except I spend more money on gluten-free items now. That, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I can see that. And I, I've had, um, like, going gluten-free, in my opinion, gluten-free and then removing, like, the heavy sugar. Because, mm-hmm. like, fuck, I would just down a shit ton of sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, has changed a lot of things for me. And I, because I've not eaten ketogenic many times. Yeah. Where I'll even shove down, like, fucking a couple sweet potatoes yeah. and stuff like that. And it's, yeah, completely unaffected. But when I go back to um, carbs or if I like mainline sugar, mm-hmm. I had this one time where I was like six months without any substantial sugar. Mm-hmm. I had a customer and they're like, here's a platter of cookies. By the way, they're sugar free. <laughs> okay. That means I can eat them all. So I get my like van real quick because I drive like this creepy ass yeah. pedophile van. And I eat the entire platter. Uh-huh. And I'm just barfing uh, everywhere yeah so I, I can't eat as much sugar as i used to but i did i did low carb high protein because i got um i got like on a new form of birth birth control mm-hmm. and it made me fucking hungry like oh, i ate a whole shit. loaf of bread in an hour oh, like God, i was just yeah. like fucking hungry like <laughs> hungry yeah and like uh I like unconsolable. Like I want to eat everything all the time. So I was like, "Fuck! I have to do. I have to. If I'm gonna eat everything, I'm gonna eat like a whole cucumber instead of a whole <laughs> loaf of bread." So I no, did. That's smart. Yeah, I did the ketogenic thing for a while, and then I fell off of that. And then I decided to do gluten free to stop myself because like there are gateway carbs, and if I start to eat carbs, I'm like, I fucking need a whole pot of spaghetti mm-hmm. right now. Bread and pasta are like my fucking yeah. That was my, my shit bitches. Too. Yeah, yeah, your bitches. Yeah, God, I can picture them in a lineup right now yeah, too. Right. <laughs> you know, taste good. No, yeah. So I had to do the gluten free has been pretty good though. I I have eaten 
some gluten in the last couple of days. Last night, uh, I made this fucking giant thing of enchiladas. Yeah. And with like flour tortillas, and oh. like I could feel, like my like I had like a plate of it, and like my mm-hmm. stomach was like distended. Yeah, that's from the gluten. It was like fucking like I had abs for the first time ever. <laughs> oh shit. Like ab feeling yeah. stomach. <laughs> Hella not abs, but it was just hard. I'm like, touch this. this yeah. And my boyfriend's like, that's not normal. You should stop. And I'm like, I'm yeah. sorry. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking yeah. funny. If um, w- when I was doing like goldfish, like I was mm-hmm. saying, I was eating a shit ton of that, and I re- didn't realize that carbs break down into the sugars mm-hmm. or whatever, and then into acid. Yeah. So I have like I don't know, I have more holes than Swiss cheese in my fucking teeth, as gross oh, as yeah. that is. But um, I get abscesses mm-hmm. and I fucking broke as shit. Yeah. So I couldn't really get them fixed, and. I started self-medicating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used heroin. No, I'm kidding. Okay. I, um, I was like, this is deep. <laughs> would uh, <laughs> put coconut oil in my mouth, swish it around, <laughs> and, take, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> take a lot of vitamin C. Yeah. And uh, I removed all the abscesses nice. myself. And that's when I started saying, okay, uh, I get on the ketogenic shit kind of unrelated. But I realized that I didn't get shit stuck in my teeth anymore mm-hmm. in this lazy fucking human being and, what, and I didn't brush my teeth sometimes it gets stuck in my teeth and I go to sleep mm-hmm. and that would break down into yeah. sugar and it would po- poke holes in my teeth yeah. but now though when I don't eat like that high amount of carbs um and I am brushing my teeth more a lot more often now but <laughs> that's good um I don't get any maybe daily yeah exactly <laughs> I don't get sore teeth or I've ne- I haven't had an abscess in over a year there is a dentist in Mount Vernon. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to recommend um, because they take no insurance. You pay them $150 and then you get a discount on all your dental services for 12 months. Really? Yeah. Like $300 discount. Cause I had a broken tooth. Mm-hmm. Um, I had like a cavity and then my tooth broke. Also broke as fuck. Gro- mm-hmm. broke as, Cause I've had that since I was like 17. Yeah. And then it, it like broke when I was like 20 and then I ignored it. And then, I'm 24 now, and I had to go to the dentist uh, to get it, like, removed, because I could feel it. Like, my whole face was throbbing. Yeah, like, driving there, got. like, driving there, I had, like, one eye closed, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> oh, like, like it was down to the wire. Like, I had called them, and I was like, my tooth fucking hurts. And they're like, okay, how's next Thursday? I'm like, great. And then the next day, I woke up, and I was like, nope, fucking today. <laughs> today, dude. Yeah. Like, I was falling asleep on, like, frozen food. Oh, Jesus. Like, like my old roommate's frozen food, and then I just put it back in the freezer in the morning, because I fucking didn't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I'm like, they're, this broccoli, this broccoli's been in here for six months. They are not going to eat it. I'm just going to sleep on it and put it back. Like, exactly. That's my ice pack. But, um... Yeah, they were super cheap up front, and then it was. I think I only paid, I paid the hundred and fifty, and then I think I only paid three hundred dollars to get that tooth removed, and then a cleaning a week later. That's not bad. Yeah, oh, that's damn. fucking dope. And you can pay any way you want, including a credit card. Really? Yeah. Holy, so I can give him a blowjob? No, yeah, well, oh, I mean, also, but the thing is, though, the guy <laughs> has like mad hairy arms. Oh, really? Like his arms look like your face. God, you should see my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> she came out by the time she was what two she had hair down to her ass my son has hairy legs and arms and he's 
five. That's crazy. Yes. So maybe. Well, I think it's a little alarming because like my eyes are, I had the sunglasses on, my eyes were closed, my face was numb, like I was ready to party. And like I opened my eyes while he's like prying this tooth out of my face and I like, I because I felt something on my face and I opened my eyes and it was this fucking hair. Oh. His arm hair was gently caressing my cheek like it was trying to bang. You know what I mean? I was like, get the fuck. Come here, honey. I like jerked away from him and he's like, did that hurt? And I'm like, no, you're just unsettling. Like, <laughs> fuck. You should like show people this beforehand. Like, by the way, if you open your eyes, yes, it's a fucking this. Or you should just cut holes in tube socks and just yeah, his for arms. real. Oh wait, long sleeve shirts. Wow, I didn't think about that. <laughs> <Long sleep. laughs> there you go. Yeah. Oh, that's damn. Yeah. See, and I'm happy to be to be able to. Uh, actually have those resources i'm gonna have to go get that done because if i put it off people always talk about it if you get the infection and it goes to your bone yeah you're fucked and yep. then i can't talk to yeah. people at all yeah. it's like that's yeah that's enough. my like biggest fear like sometimes i think i should quit smoking mm -hmm. um which i totally should yeah but the way i think about it is is like i'll be driving along and like i'll bite my tongue or like eat too much <laughs> salt and i'll get a bump on my tongue and I'll feel it, and I'll be like, this is it. This is cancer. It's going to grow. They're going to have to cut my tongue out. I'm never going to be able to do comedy again. Like, this is going to be horrible. I can't work because I can't be like, how do you want your hair done today? Because I won't have a fucking tongue. Like, I'll be writing on a chalkboard. Like, yeah. do you want chunky highlights or, like, what? Like, what color? Like, this is going to be horrible. Oh, God. You'll be like the adults off that fucking, oh, God. Never mind. I lost it. That TV show. Peanuts? Yeah, peanuts. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it goes away. And I'm like, cool, it can keep smoking. Like, yeah. it's a cycle, like, every couple of months. I'm like, fuck! And then I'm like, I have to quit smoking. And then it goes away. I'm like, I'm cool. <laughs> fine. Just ride this shit out. Yeah. Yeah, it was hard for me to quit smoking. Fucking, I tried and then failed many times. My dad had cancer and died, and I still haven't quit smoking. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. And I'm still, like, in my mind, I'm like, that's really fucking dumb. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you're bad. Yeah. Like, I'm like, this is fucking, like, I can see this is my, like, genetically, like, scientifically, <laughs> probably will kill me, and it's expensive, but I'm not going to stop. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't stop. How much is it for a pack here? Because I, I quit, but I got into e-cigarettes before I moved um, here. I'm not a fucking chump, and I buy cartons, so. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> a carton. Ballin'. A carton of my cigarettes is normally 58 but they're like 56 right now for because they're rebranding like they're relabeling uh, it like they're changing uh -huh. the label uh -huh. of it and so they're like cheaper now until all of the old ones are gone and yeah, then it's just a new so I'll, every time i go to the casino to buy cigarettes i'm like yo you still got those fucking old ones or because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'll smoke old ass cigarettes for like two dollars less yeah, i don't care exactly fuck. which ends up being like pennies on the cigarette but i don't give a fuck yeah. it tastes so much better <laughs> I used to kipe half these out of ashtrays when I was a kid. So, so oh, gross. I, You're going to get a kinker sore. Oh, God. I probably gave more kinker <laughs> sores than I've gotten them. I feel like I'm, like, uh, like I'm WebMD. Like, whenever I see anybody pick a cigarette butt off the ground, I'm like, you're going to get a kinker sore. <laughs> or when somebody finds clothing, like a friend of mine... Wait, finds clothing? Yeah, a friend of mine at the open, at the open mic one night in Bellingham, he walked down the street, and I, like... I walked the same street to get there. Mm -hmm. There was a scarf on the ground, nasty as fuck. And I was like, mm, somebody lost their scarf. Oh, no. Get there, go inside, yada, yada, go outside to smoke. And my friend's there, and he's outside smoking. And he's got the fucking scarf on. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're going to get MRSA. Like, this is how you die. Don't touch me. You get SARS. Where they, uh, yeah. 
No, yeah. That's fucking funny. That's fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't have much of a concept for no. sanitation no when it came to cigarettes. No, not when you're a dirtbag kid. Yeah, pretty much. No, yeah, yeah I was there too. I got fucking... I got... I've been meaning to turn this into a bit, so oh, this is okay. a good place to practice Ooh. it. I got fucking hey mistered the other day. Do you know what hey mister is? No. When you were a kid mm-hmm. and you wanted cigarettes and booze and shit and beer... And you stood outside the convenience store and you found somebody just young enough but old enough to buy you something. You went, hey, mister, will you go get this for I'll give you $30 and this is only 20 and you can keep the change. And then hopefully they're like, yeah, and they won't tell on you. Yeah. But you can always tell when they're narking because because they they'll be like, no, fuck you. And then they walk inside and they're like, these kids are out here. And I'm like, fuck, now, yeah. I, have to go, now I have to walk across town. I, I have to go from hustle. James Market to fucking Liberty Bell. <laughs> fuck you. And I get pissed. And then it's my whole day. And, um... No, I got hay mistered the other day. This is like years ago oh, now. Oh, shit. I got hay mistered a couple years ago, and like I had a series of thoughts go over me. I was like, holy shit. When did I stop being that kid in the parking lot? Like, <laughs> yeah. That, like, that wasn't a transition I anticipated, because you anticipate graduating high school, and you anticipate getting like your first career job and stuff like that. You don't anticipate stopping doing that. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck, when did this happen? And I was like do you think I'm old enough to buy you beer? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, well, I am. I'm 22, but I fucking don't want to. Like, yeah. And then I was like, fuck you, kid. Like, oh, shit. Like I wasn't just that kid five years ago. Exactly. <laughs> it was horrible. See, I've never had to do that because my mom always endorsed my behavior. So did mine, but really? sometimes she was a bitch. Oh, yeah. No, sometimes my mom was a bitch, too. Or if my dad was home, I had to go fend for myself. Oh, really? Yeah, because he was, like, the strict, straight-laced, like... Mm-hmm. But he was also a truck driver, and sometimes he'd be gone for two or three days oh, at a time. yeah. So that's when my mom would let me throw parties. Oh, yeah. damn. Yeah. What? <laughs> like the gatekeeper. Yeah, yeah. yeah my nice. dad was a tweaker, so he, was, he wasn't there. Uh-huh. So then I just had my mom, and when she told me no... I just take her cigarettes and yeah. smoke them in front of her. My, my mom had a very, like, don't ask, don't tell mm. thing. Like, she would leave. She had her pack of cigarettes, but she would leave two or three cigarettes out next to it. Mm-hmm. And, like, if they went missing, she never asked about it. And, like, she expected, oh. you know what I mean? Yeah, I see what Or, like, saying. if I didn't take them, she would still take her pack and leave those there. Mm-hmm. You'd, like, those were obviously for me. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Or, like, we would, like, me and my friends would, like, smoke pot in my bedroom in high school. Mm-hmm. And she'd, like, open the door and be like, your dad's coming home in 45 minutes. Open oh. a window. And I'm like, fuck! <laughs> fuck! <laughs> cool as fuck. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. shit. <laughs> would you start um, first, like, cigarettes, weed, alcohol? Probably cigarettes. Really? Yeah. Yeah, cigarettes were the, f- no, crack. No, cigarettes <laughs> yeah. were the first My parents me. smoked inside of every house. Really? That we lived in, yeah. Oh, shit. I think it's so nasty now, too. Mm-hmm. Like, my car I'm driving right now is my dad's, but, like, he died, so I was like, this is mine now. <laughs> and, like, he smoked two packs a day, So and he lived in Be- worked in Bellingham and lived down here. Damn. So he smoked, like, six cigarettes each way. So that thing, no matter how much I clean it out, stinks mm-hmm. like cigarettes. Holy so I'm shit. like, I don't even smoke that much in here, and it's fucking nasty. It's <laughs> just, like, scarred. Yeah. It's the personality of the car now. Yeah. So, like, even when I did smoke cigarettes when I was... I think I started smoking cigarettes when I was, like, 13. Mm-hmm. Like, they couldn't tell. Yeah. Like, yeah. everything smelled like that yeah. to them. Like, always. Mm-hmm. I smoked in my room. They didn't even notice. Like, <laughs> they would open the door, and, like, I would just have put one out, like, in, a, like, a soda can, and, like, there would still be, like, smoke lingering. They'd be like, hey, we're going to the store. You want anything? And, like, close it and, like, not even <laughs> recognize. Yeah. yeah. So, it was the same for me. It was 
so bad. At one point, I'd go to school and I got blamed for smuggling cigarettes and selling cigarettes. And I think I was like you know, 10 or 11 in middle school and it was combined with the high school. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I didn't fucking do that. My mom just smoked hella, so I mm-hmm. smelled like cigarettes Yeah, all yeah, the time. me too. And then like a month later, I started smoking. That was always, <laughs> yeah, that was always good for me though because they'd be like, were you smoking? I'd be like, no, my parents are responsible and they smoke inside. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, call CPS and do something about it. Like, <laughs> Please. My cigarettes got taken away from me in high school. Oh. One time. I think it was my sophomore year. I had them. I can't. I didn't have a pocket. I had them, like, tucked into a piece of my clothing, like, mm-hmm. tucked into, like, a waistband of leggings or, like, like in my bra or something. They fell out of something of me as I was walking <laughs> by a teacher. Like, not out of me, yeah. like, out of my clothes. <laughs> I was walking by a teacher, and he was like, oh, and I was like, fuck. Oh, and shit. so I got in trouble. They took him away. I texted my mom. I'm like, hey, just so you know, it would be really cool if you didn't tell dad and you were the one to answer the phone. My mom's like, I'll be right there. And she showed up at the school and, like, walked into the office with me. And she was like, I want those back. They're mine. And then he was like, well, we can't. She's like, they're fucking mine. Give them back. And so he gave them to my mom. And then as we were walking out, my mom handed them right back to me in front of, like, the office, like, in front of everybody. And she, like, turned around and, like, sneered. And I was like, yeah. Your mom was a badass. Yeah, it's really bad parenting, but it was yes, cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I still remember, though, like, the, the distinction. Because now, having my son, I'm like, I would never do that. But yeah. as a kid, I'm like, fuck, man. I loved it when my yeah, mom did yeah. that shit. Yeah, yeah. I had super shitty, irresponsible, like, alcoholic parents. And mm-hmm. it was, like, it fucked me up. And I'm, like, dealing with that now as an adult. Like, yeah how to fix all those problems inside of me mm-hmm. but also at the time i was like i was fucking raging it like it was great yeah, yeah. <laughs> you fucking riding it yeah it was cool and that's kind of what i what i'm trying to use to inform i guess my parenting with my son mm-hmm. what know. not to be yeah that's, exactly yeah. i don't think i ever want kids but like i always thought about that like i have the prime example of what not to do and mm-hmm. if i just do the opposite of all of that i'd be the best mom ever yep yeah <laughs> that's that's exactly where i was coming from because it was just with my mom and my dad just fucking craziness yeah. and so i just went to uh it was like a program called early head start mm-hmm. so they do i don't know they go to fucking school and then they talk to you about like how, to, how you can raise your kid mm-hmm. and deal with a certain shit that you encounter and that's something that I, I don't know. I struggle with because he's come to the whoops, to the point to where he knows about weed. He knows about alcohol because his mom's an alcoholic, and um, like I feel like if you hide that kind of shit, mm-hmm. then you create this sense of like repression and then mystery behind that's it. That's why, how it was for me. That's why dare doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly why dare and preaching abstinence don't work because dare tells you drugs are bad don't do drugs they suck they'll ruin your life and then abstinence is like sex is bad sex sucks you'll get pregnant and die it'll ruin your life they also told me that the more times you have sex the less you feel it but anyway (laughs) (laughs) but but what they don't do with dare is they don't tell you like they're just like drugs fucking suck but then you do drugs you like snort a line of oxy and you're like this is the fucking best like i want to be here forever (laughs) like you do a bump of coke and you're like yeah Mm -hmm. and you're like they lied to me obviously drugs aren't bad i'm gonna keep doing them and the same with banging you're like fuck this is cool i'm gonna keep doing this what they should do is they should be like yeah drugs are really fucking great for a minute and then like here's your life and Mm -hmm. like show you pictures of like tweakers and like a trailer and like shit like that and I, I also, um, having to deal with, like, tweakers and uh, people who've had issues with, like, pills, mm-hmm. 
quite often, uh, like it, coping mechanisms. Because mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's shit's great. We're made of drugs in the end, and I mean, hard drugs. I don't really necessarily condone or recommend anyone going down that rabbit hole. But um, like coke, any of the even coke sometimes can be a little iffy with people. But it's just it's realizing that there's a pull to everything. There's mm-hmm. a pull to food. Um, you you have to to teach children I know you can't teach a fucking kid discipline but yeah. the awareness that okay you're going to need discipline because mm-hmm. these things it's uh, seductive yeah it's, it's fun it is fun but like everything can be a leash and some things can be a real big leash yeah. that you can't walk away from like uh, that's something that I, I kind of I struggle with often with people in my own life because mm-hmm. I've been surrounded with addicts um, a lot, and like I told you before about partying, yeah, I've never really had much of a problem walking away from it, and that yeah. uh, kind of breeds a lot of resentment from the people who do have yeah. issues yeah. walking away from it. Yeah, I have a lot of people because I, I used to have a problem, big fatty problem with pills, mm-hmm. and I got clean for four years, relapsed for a little bit, and now I'm clean again. But like, I don't. That's exactly like what you were talking about discipline, and like with everything, there's going to be a draw to it. Like, I don't think like when I got clean in 2012. I don't think I got clean. I think I just switched. Like, because I, cause I was like, oh, I can't do pills anymore. You know what's fucking great? Pasta. You know what's fucking amazing? Cheeseburgers. Yeah. Like, and so I just, like, I super have this, like, thing with food now where I have to, like, be super disciplined about it. Mm-hmm. Like, everything I eat, I have to think, like, am I going to fucking hate myself later for this? Like, yep. I fucking hated myself for pawning my mom's wedding ring and buying a fucking bag of pills. Like, mm-hmm. shit like that. It, like, it, you just change. Like, I feel like I just changed gears. Yeah, you, that, like, fixation. Like, I just have a different, yeah. I took all of my energy from, like, trying to get pills and trying to be high and trying to numb it this way and took that and was like, ah, fucking Wendy's. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. That's like me and nuts. <laughs> <laughs> you, I fucking love cashews. Yeah, every time I pass a gas station, though. So, I could buy a big-ass bag of nuts. I'll eat all those mm-hmm. like, in a day. Dude, I fucking love cashews. Yeah, cashews, cashews and almonds, shit. which sucks, because those are, like, really high-calorie nuts. Mm-hmm. Why can't I like pecans or walnuts? Because yeah, exactly. they're fucking gross. <laughs> stupid. And especially smoked cashews. Yeah. That's when shit gets real. Costco sells honey-glazed cashews, and oh. it's a fucking vat of them. Damn. That got me in trouble. Like really? I got Yeah, I got one of those things. I was like, all right, this is going to last me a couple months. And a week later, I was back <laughs> at Costco, and I was like, I need more of these. Yeah. It's horrible. Oh. I used to rate Fred Meyer's bulk bins mm-hmm. with nuts when I was younger, and I was uh, had really bad morals, and I would switch the U codes over to peanuts. Oh hell yeah! And, um, so yeah, I don't huge bags. If I do the self checkout at Winco, all of my organic produce is not. <laughs> I'm like, this is regular fucking kale. All right, this is nor you can't tell. I'm lower class. Yeah. Damn it! I don't buy organic. Yeah. I fucking hate kale. <laughs> At least someone admits it. Yeah. Thank Kale's you. so gross, but I have a lizard, and he eats kale, so I have to buy it all the time. I have to touch it and smell it. And it's Does a lizard have a bun? No, not oh, a man really? bun, no. no. Hmm. Oh, shit. He eats kale? That's like, is he that eats really? all sorts of shit. Did you choose to give him kale, or is that really what they... Yeah, eat? he eats kale, collard greens, um, chard, fucking oh. uh, peppers, carrots. Fuck, apple, Apples, strawberries, blueberries, banana, raspberry, everything. Damn. There are certain things you can't eat, like avocado, broccoli, regular lettuce. You can't eat avocado. Avocado and broccoli are calcium binders. Oh, okay. And he'll die. <laughs> 
Really? Well, I mean, he could probably have, like, a lick of it, but, like, if all I was feeding him was, like, broccoli, he'd probably be dead. Oh, yeah. shit. Calcium binders. I yeah, bet. they need a lot of calcium. So, like, all of the live insects I give him uh-huh. are dusted with a calcium powder. Whoa. And, like, all of his salad, I make him a salad every morning. <laughs> I, like, sprinkle calcium over it. That's crazy. Yeah. What the fuck? Where they get all that calcium from in nature? That well, they're from Australia. Well, I have a bearded dragon. Oh. And they're from, cute. yeah, they're from Australia. So they have, like, different sunlight and shit there. Yeah. They absorb. Yeah, he has to have constant UVA, UVB light. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. they absorb it that way, and the calcium helps them absorb the most. Whereas, like, if they were just out running around, they would get it from the sun. But yeah. But because he's not outside. But I bring him outside whenever it's sunny out. Wow, that's so you can, like, play with him? Yeah, and that way he gets, like, UVA, oh, UVB. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That, I, see, I never would have thought it's kind of silly, but with the dog, you play fetch. With a yeah. cat, it just beats the shit out of you. Yeah. Well, I didn't know, like, the fun stuff you could do with, like, a lizard. I got him a hamster ball. Like, a giant-ass what? hamster ball. He just scoots around in it. That's so cool. Yeah. Huh. And I was reading a book. It's kind of weird, but um, that it was all about, like, running mm-hmm. and uh, how, how we convert oxygen um, to fucking i don't want to say energy because that's not the truth we yeah. use calories and all that other shit but it's how we breathe mm-hmm. um and we're the only thing that can run extreme distances because we have like we're extremely po- we have all the pores on our bodies and we're upright mm-hmm. and since you're upright your guts aren't sloshing around with every like gallop you mm-hmm. take and so instead of like a cheetah where they could run 60 miles per hour in like a short distance mm-hmm. or even a a deer, which they only could run probably for like an hour or so, we could run for like uh, days at a time. And I found out... Like theoretically. Yeah, well, okay. uh, they actually have a, uh, like down south at Mount St. Helens, they have a 200 mile endurance run. And they'll run for 36 hours straight with like two hours of sleep in between. You fucking, is dope. It's like taking no. a bunch of acid. You, like, <laughs> you hallucinate, you oh, see no. fucking babies on the trail and shit. Ooh. <laughs> Oh God, kill me! The they were talking about uh, reptiles and the the thing with reptiles, and I think theoretically including dinosaurs, um, was that when they run, they can't breathe at the same time, and so that's why they run in like it's run, spurts, stop, and go. Yeah, and yeah, it was really interesting to me because I don't know. Well, we have hardwood. So he can't run that well anyway. Oh, really? Like, if he starts, like, he can walk around, but, like, if he starts to, like, get going, he just skitters. He's just like, yeah, because he can't, like, grab it. Well, it's, like, sad. And then I put him on, like, the tile so he can, like, get going. But, Mm -hmm. like, uh, yeah, if you put him on the hardwood, like, there's a bug away from him. He's like, fuck! And, like, he can't, he doesn't go anywhere. (laughs) Oh, shit. It's sad. But then he, like, stops and he's like, all right, we'll slow down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Is that the only kind of animal that you have, or do you have other yeah. animals? Never been a cat person or a dog person? No, we had cats and dogs growing up. I just, uh, lizards are, the kind of lizard I have are really um, into routines, mm-hmm. and they also don't need a fuck ton of affection. Mm, so, like, yeah. I get up at the same time, I eat at the same time, I go to bed at the same time, I do all of that at the same time oh, every day. Shit. Like, within, like, a 20-minute range. Yeah. And, um... I do that with him. His lights, I switch his, like, nightlight, daylight at the same time. I feed him at the same time. I get, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, like, have it like that. And then he's super chill. Like, 
I just like we don't have to do anything. He just rides on my shoulder yeah, so all day like when I'm having home. a kid, basically. Yeah, yeah, like I just put it like it's like having a baby. Oh, okay. It's like where you just strap them on and then like you go do stuff and like it's yeah. just on you. That's what I do. Oh, that's pretty He just cool. like ride, like I'll put him in my shirt right here and he just hangs out. Damn. And like I'll be doing dishes or doing laundry or like uh-huh. fucking reading. Like, dry that shit. Yeah, and he's just like <laughs> hanging out and he's like, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. See, I've always wanted to get a, a wallaby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a little, a little bit of a segue on that, but a wallaby. Yeah, there was just it went on exotic animals, and they they've been it always excited me because you can have them legally in the states. Yeah, except not here. I don't think it works. But um, they how much do they weigh? They grow. I think they weigh up like fifty pounds or so. You might be able to. It's like a small dog. Three and a half feet. Are tall. they really buff like kangaroos though? Um, because kangaroos will knock the bit. fuck out. Yes, of you. I have seen that. Have shit. you seen that guy? The guy. The video of the guy. And a kangaroo has his dog. What? Yeah, this guy, It's it was like a beefy, beefy dog, too. Like a pit bull or something. Uh-huh. And this kangaroo is, like, trying to kill this dog, and it's this guy's dog, and he sees it. And he goes on, and he just fucking lays this kangaroo out. Just fucking, like, punches it right in the head. And it runs away. Uh-huh. It's fucking insane, though, because they're really buff. Yeah. There's another video of a kangaroo... And there's, like, a glass window, and it's, like, trying to fight its reflection. And the guy's, like, knock it off. But that thing's, like, fucking... They're jacked, dude. Jesus. Like, fucking... They'll fuck you up. Holy, like a fucking Brock Lesnar yeah, or something. Yeah, Mexican yeah, supplements. Fucking Batista. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. They're fucking huge. See, I think they are actually uh, pretty buff. Yeah. And they're, they're like, three and a half feet tall, about the size of a toddler. So they'd be good at jujitsu. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'd roll around and be yeah. like, you're my sparring partner, yeah. fucker. <laughs> And they, when they start out as babies, it's... Most things. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> most things. That you have to swaddle them, though. Oh, So, okay. like, they're in a pouch, just like a baby, really tight. And, um... Are know, they marsupial animals? Yes, okay. they are. So, basically, they're like a uh, smaller version of a kangaroo. Okay. And you, you swaddle them, and then they get to... You swaddle them, bottle feed them mm-hmm. with formula. <laughs> and they get to a point to where they go in a high chair... And you spoon feed them. <laughs> yes. Oh, they're like and having th- a kid. Exactly. And they slowly learn how to walk. You can teach it how to go in the shower. You can't teach it how to shit in a toilet, though. Mm-hmm. And it lays in a bed and all that. Yeah, so it's basically nice. a kid. It's like I, having a toddler. Yeah, I don't want it because it's like having a yeah. toddler. But I want it because, fuck it, I want to put shit in its yeah. pouch. Really yeah. Bad. <laughs> Just really bad. <laughs> You just want to put stuff in it? Yes! Oh my god! I thought if I could put my son when he was a baby in the pouch, but I don't know if that would have worked. I don't... Deeply I would be afraid for it. Yeah, for the baby. That, that's For true. the human baby. Oh, the, oh yeah. yeah, that that thing. I'm yeah. just kidding. No, <laughs> no. Kidding. I would be afraid for that. Like, I wouldn't trust it. Yeah. Human ba- if I had a human baby of my own, mm-hmm. I wouldn't willingly put it into the pouch of another animal. <laughs> That's very true because when my son was born, now that I think about it, I got kicked into like mommy overdrive. Yeah. Um my son's mother and I switched gender roles uh-huh. not intentionally. It's just she's always been the person who just get hammered watch football yeah. and um like overly aggressive and I was like submissive and I'd rather uh, fucking I don't know nurturing and all that shit. Yeah. So yeah when he was born I was kicked over into like super mommy mode. So, I guess I probably wouldn't stick him in a pouch. Yeah. Still, of something else. To. Yeah, that'd be yeah. weird. Exactly. You might I'd fuck him weird. up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even let the wrong person hold my lizard. Oh, really? I'm like, no, you don't. I don't get... I don't feel it. Mm-hmm. You gotta step off. You yeah. can look at him. You that, can touch him if he lets you, but... That took me a while, too, for my son, because yeah. I always was, like, protective of my son. Mm-hmm. And then I've had to, like, work my way out of that protectiveness, yeah. if you will. But, yeah. She's crazy. 
Um, do you have anything that you want to add? And we just went on a bunch of fucking tangents. Man. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. I really appreciate it. And um, withstanding my horrible attempt at uh, comedy. Yeah, that's, <laughs> but you got some stuff to work on. Yeah, I got some notes exactly. for you. Exactly. <laughs> I am. I have some stuff with like hiking mm-hmm. this time instead of trying to um, tell a story what I'm doing is I just wrote like mm-hmm. didn't write to be funny or anything just put all my thoughts out there and then I'm gonna find things in it like to make myself laugh like yeah. I have one thing about I guess I shouldn't talk about it because it could burn it but um, getting munchies and finding a, a forest or a berry patch in the woods and running into a bear and all that oh nice so, yeah, yeah, yeah I think I don't know I think it'll be fun but it'll probably take me a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I had some stuff about, uh, I haven't, like, done yet, but, like, because I've been doing the eating the edibles to try and get myself closer and closer yeah. to being able to smoke for this show. Mm-hmm. I had, like, several dumb fucking thoughts <laughs> in my head, and one of them, this PSE guy came over mm-hmm. to, like, check on our water heater or whatever, but, like, he was the most attractive person I've seen in real life. <laughs> like, the guy, like, I didn't know he was real. Yes. Like, I was like, what the fuck are you out of TV for? <laughs> like, aren't you supposed to be in this television? Like, like, uncomfortably, like, I wasn't like, this guy's hot. I was uh-huh. like, why is this real? Like, oh, why do yeah. you look like a magazine ad, but you're in front of me? Mm-hmm. He fucked around, looked at stuff, and he went to leave. And I texted my friend. I'm like, oh, my God, th- this is what happened. But he said he was going to check something outside of the house first. And I was, they were like, oh, send me a picture. So I went and, like, <laughs> ducked through a window to, like, take a picture of him. Yeah. He wasn't in the backyard, but there was a deer there. So I took a picture of the deer, and I was like, holy fuck, he turned into a deer. <laughs> like, dead ass. that's what I fucking thought. For, like, really? a whole, like, 45 seconds, I was like, oh, my God, he fucking turned into a deer. How do you fucking do that? I was like, oh, he's probably not here anymore, and that deer was just already there. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> so dumb. He turned into a deer. Oh, he turned into a deer. He's a majestic animal. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid shit like that. I want to work funny. on that to do that one on stage, but yeah. I have to find a way to make it funnier and more deliverable. Yeah, exactly. And not like, one time I saw a hot guy and then a deer. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to stumble over yourself yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, the thing that I'm going to have to overcome uh, is putting too much words in shit. Yeah. Because I try to over-explain a lot of things. Yeah. And I know that because in conversation, I do that. So, yeah. like, that's, yeah. I think I'm going to try to uh, be as lazy as I can with it. A good thing to do is also, um, like, I audio record all of my sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I listen to them again to see, like for various reasons to see what landed, what didn't land, where the laughs came in, like, I need to slow down and not step on laughs here, like, stuff like that, and then, like, sometimes I'll listen to it, and I'm like, why the fuck did you say it like that? You could have said it like this, and, like, half the words, you know what I mean? Just shit like that. So that's good to, like, if you start to do comedy, record your stuff so that way you can, like, learn from it, and, like, just because, like, like, I have jokes that I've rewritten, like, two or three times because... I said it one way the first time, and I was like, no, that didn't fucking work, but I like it, so let's say it this way. And then, mm. oh, it's closer, and then let's say it this way. And it's like, bingo, there it is. I see. I did that with uh, with performing poetry, too. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Jesus. And it, that, that was a thing that, like, 
that I liked was it didn't even have anything to do with like what I was performing or anything. It's just geeking over that. Yeah. And, you know, trying to figure it out because it's like that puzzle piece. Mm -hmm. So that that's going to be fun. I'll try to record them, too. Yeah. And I won't be a bitch this Monday, <laughs> and I'll just go up there knowing that I'm yeah. probably going to do horrible and just eat it. Yeah. So, yeah. If it's something you want to try seriously, sometimes you have to just deal with eating it. Yeah. Uh, I think... Uh, Until you stop eating it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the first step to not sucking at something is sucking at something. So. Huh. That's true. It's very true. And anything that's actually fun fucking should scare the shit out of you. Yeah, bit, yeah. Know? That's for damn sure. Except <laughs> driving 100 miles an hour down the freeway. That, no. That, that you better be something. fucking confident. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you better know what the fuck you're doing. Have your shit about you. Especially if it's raining. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've made that mistake once yeah. or twice. But, um... Is there anything that you want to share? Any upcoming dates? I know you got the Gateway Show coming up. Uh, yeah, I have. Oh God, what? Let me pull up my calendar. I have um, all day. Nobody talks to me today. Thirty people have talked to me in the last hour. Oh Jesus. my God! Not actually thirty. That's an exaggeration. Oh, I've got like negative. Um, Sunday, August twenty seventh. There's Cosmic Comedy in Bellingham. Comedy. It's at Cosmic Comics. It's a cos comic book store. Um, oh. Damn. I think that show starts at 8 or 8.30. Mm -hmm. That'll be fun. I'm on that one. Um, the Gateway Show on September 3rd at 8 at the Upfront. That'll be fun. I'm going to tell jokes, go get really uncomfortably high, and hopefully not see any deer, and then tell more jokes. She's been doing stoner training. I know, right? <laughs> um, uh, the, every Monday there is the Gaffingham Comedians Open Mic at the Green Frog in Bellingham. Starts at 9.30. Um, Tuesdays, there's the Shakedown Punch-Up Comedy Mic. Uh, starts at 7.30. Show up at 7 to sign up. And Way North is a comedy show at Farmstrong. That is the third Sunday of every month. And that's always super fun. And then September 20th, I'm on a show in Seattle, and I really wish I knew where. <laughs> I think it's at the Comedy Underground, I want to say. Oh, okay. Um, and that's in addition to get into the Seattle International Comedy Competition. That's exciting. Yeah, so Ooh. that's fun. Is that your first time doing a competition? Or? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that'll be fun. Best of luck to you. Thank you. Okay. I think that's all I have. I don't have anything else in my calendar, but that doesn't mean that there isn't anything yeah. else. There's always fucking something. God damn it. And you can always <laughs> find you on social media. So. Yeah. Um, I'm on Facebook. I'm really funny on Facebook. Ooh. I have a Twitter, but I don't use it that much. In fact, if you go to my what Twitter... I went and saw Patton Oswalt in March, mm -hmm. Ooh. but I brought cheeseburger panties with me, and I was like dead set he was going to sign them, yeah. and I tweeted at him from the minute we left Bellingham until we got into the theater in Seattle, and like took a picture with the panties in front of the stage, like, get the fuck out here. <laughs> I harassed, I think Patton Oswalt blocked me on Twitter. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and the guy who opened for him is a local Seattle comic who I've met like once or twice like mm -hmm. we're facebook friends you know what i mean yeah. and i kept tweeting at him too like help me it's an <laughs> open mic comedian you saw for four minutes six months ago can't you help me like, you remember me <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible so if you follow me on twitter that's all that's there instagram is lit with lizard pictures yeah yeah lizard lady on instagram yeah i like this i uh started following lizard instagrams they have those? Well, like, people who post a lot of shit about lizards. Oh, okay. And I realized I, too, was one of them when they all started following me back. Oh, And I was like, shit. fuck, this is where I am now. <laughs> You've joined the cult of yeah. lizards. Yeah. That's fucking funny. And all of those are uh, Chrysanthemum64. 
but it's chrysanthemum with a K. Chrysanthemum 64 with a K. What's yeah. chrysanthemum? Chrysanthemum's a flower. Oh, really? Yeah, but my name starts with a K, so. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, what's your experience? Have you done, I know you don't like going down to Seattle very much, but have you done the underground a lot? People have told me to go down there and do the open mic on Monday, but I work Monday through Friday. I've been thinking about it. Yeah, I haven't done the open mic down there. Really? Because um, there's an open mic in Bellingham, yeah, <laughs> to exactly. be honest. That's what I thought, um, is open mics and open mics. Oh, there's an open mic in Arlington on Tuesdays. Really? Yeah, at the Cedar Stump. I want to say it starts at 8. Um, that might be better. It's, it's a pretty fun room. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of rednecks. Mm-hmm. So, like, you kind of got to <laughs> you gotta pick your material wisely. Yes. If you go in there like, Trump's a fucking asshole, yeah. you might get shivved. Oh, shit. You uh, could do hunting and hiking. Hunting, sports, tits, that's all perfect material for that. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll at least be able to diversify. Yeah, it's bit. Arlington, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are you going to get? And, and it's not even, like, deep Arlington. It's, like, right off the exit. Oh, really? Yeah, Jesus. so it's, like, nobody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> In, have, have you done any uh, like road gigs or anything like that? I've the reason why I ask is because obviously I've no business like doing anything besides an open mic <laughs> or even thinking of doing like you know having any bright ideas. But I've always enjoyed traveling mm-hmm. and even just hitting open mics. Well, there's you can travel up and down and because there's open mics on every day of the week. If you once you leave this bubble, yeah. you know what I mean. Like I was planning a trip to Oregon. Like last year, I never ended up going, but um, there's places where you can look up all the local open mics, like mm-hmm. different communities on the on mm. the on the line, yeah, um, on the line, <laughs> online, <laughs> where you can see where they have different shit, and like, yeah, you can definitely like, if you wanted to, like, make a week out of it, mm-hmm. but. That also sounds so fucking exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> See, I found it like if I ever go. Oh, I'm doing a house show. Fuck me. Oh, a house? What's this? It's it's at my house. It's at your house. <laughs> so wait, you're in your bathtub again? <laughs> no, on Saturday, <laughs> September second. Fuck! How did I forget that oh, one? Oh shit! There's a show in my house. <laughs> Jesus, that's cool. Yeah, there's a house show at my house. Uh, me and my roommate are both comedians, and we have a bunch of comedian friends, and. Uh, mm-hmm. We're doing a house show. We're not putting it on. We're just letting somebody use our house Ooh, to do it. Perfect. Like a bunch of our friends are on it. So it'll be fun. If anybody wants to come hang. Yeah. 171932 Street. Oh, shit. <laughs> They're going to be at your house five days a week now. Oh, no, God, no. Nobody come touch my lizard. <laughs> yeah. So wait a minute. You have a lizard, lizard Instagram people. I, I do have to ask this. Yeah. Are you part of the lizard people? No. Oh, Illuminati. Yeah. Disappointment. <laughs> no, Hillary maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Well, even if I was... I can't tell you. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Cool. Uh-huh. You're a devil. <laughs> uh, that's cool, though. I'm going to have to look into that Is with trying to find with finding the list for open mics when I'm traveling places. Because going hiking and shit, if I go, you know, somewhere or even go to, to go pick up my son in Idaho, I like to kill two birds with one stone yeah. if I can. Is there any other, like, uh, resource that you know of besides the uh, list that's on the Facebook group no but what uh one of the fa- i'm in a couple facebook groups there's one mm-hmm. that's called what comedy which is just what um, comedians and how we fight on the in- on the line <laughs> privately yes. um and so like Lord. post about like shit within our community um and then there's one called northwest 
comedians booking. Am I allowed to talk? I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it. It's a closed group. I'm in that group, though. (laughs) That was the one that I was talking about. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. That Facebook group? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that at the top of that Facebook group, there's a pinned post, Mm -hmm. and it has a list of all the mics for all of Washington, Idaho, and Oregon, I think. Oh, yeah. okay. Sweet. Maybe Idaho. I don't know. Is that Northwest? Yeah, yeah. yeah kind of. Yeah, I think there is. That thing doesn't exist, Ben. You yeah. go to uh, fucking Spokane, and it takes an hour and a half to drive through Idaho to Montana. That's crazy. Yes. The right part. The skinny part, yeah, right? This, the yeah, top, the skinny yeah. part. Yeah. Not, not the fucking the bottom. Yeah, the bottom not the yet. chode of it. Yeah, yeah that part <laughs> is horrible. It's all flat. I went down there once to go pick up a wolf. She was, uh, what? 95% wolf and then 5% German Shepherd. I don't know yeah. how that works, but they like jacked a, Somehow. a dad out of a den and yeah. then it fucked a half breed. Yeah. And we go down there and literally, like, I've never been to southern Idaho before and I lived in Idaho for like six years. Mm-hmm. And it's all mountains and, you know, like this shit. Pretty as fuck. Yeah. And you get down to southern Idaho and it, it, it's flat. Like, yeah. Like someone just rolled like over. Like driving I 90. Yeah. We went, God, like five years ago. Yeah, five years ago, I went to Idaho for 45 minutes. What? Yeah, it was, I was, uh, all of my best friends and the guy I was dating at the time were in this metal band, oh, and they cool. went to go do this show in Idaho, and I was like, I don't fucking want to go! And <laughs> <laughs> if I stayed at home, we were having a garage sale, and I didn't want to play. I didn't want to clean up or fucking haggle with old ladies, yeah, so I was like, take me with that. you! And so we went, we drove all the way to Idaho in a fucking, oh god, a blazer, I think it was. Oh, I think shit. it was a blazer. Um... Me and, like, six dudes, no AC, driving across eastern Washington in the middle of fucking, I think it was, like, July. Oh. It was horrible. We drove, we left in the morning, we drove all fucking day, we got there, and the guy, the booker, the producer, I don't know who it was, he was like, you didn't email us back to load in, Whoa. so you can't load in. Fuck. And we were like, fuck it! Yeah! <laughs> like, fought with him a little bit. I have this, I used to have, like, I used to be really pretentious and into, like, film photography. And I have a, yeah, <laughs> I have a picture of all, everybody, every single one of us separately by the same statue mm-hmm. at this bar because it was like a gargoyle and like everybody's oh, wow. haggard as fuck. They're all like tired, sweaty, <laughs> like pissed off because they can't play the show. They're all like, meh. And then mine's like, yeah, like I'm so stoked. <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah. And then we had to drive all the way back. Everybody fucking passed out. Like one of them woke woke me up they're like i'm falling asleep at the wheel we drive and so i had to drive most of the way back oh, from God. eastern washington especially at night they only figured out the amount of gas they would need to get there so then i had to pay most of the gas on the way back oh, like, shit, especially with a blazer yeah too. and we had a u-haul too that oh we were fuck. yeah so i went to idaho for 45 minutes one time but while we were there, I stopped and got hella fucking cigarettes. Because at the time, I wasn't, I was still working minimum wage. So, like, I would never buy a carton. And packs were, like, $9, $10. Uh-huh. I don't even know how much they are now. But over there, it was, like, two fifty. Yeah, and I was like, fucking load up! Still cheap as fuck there, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was like, fuck yeah. So Still the whole U-Haul. Yeah, so I loaded, I seriously bought, like, I think, like, three or four cartons of cigarettes oh while we were there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. That's, and then it started your carton buying. I don't even know what part of Idaho we went to either. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. It was just like just into Idaho. Like, uh, we were three exits into Idaho when really? we got off the freeway. You probably. I bet you guys were probably in the Coeur d'Alene area if anywhere up north. I don't know. Through Spokane and all that. We took I-90. Where does I-90 go? Yeah, I-90 straight to Coeur d'Alene. Yeah, we, yeah, we were that way. That's the only place. Anywhere else that you go to, um, like, play metal in mm-hmm. Idaho... 
they would probably assume you're going to burn a church or something. <laughs> it's just, it's so bad. I burnt my hand on a rest stop door on what? our way out there. Yeah. We, on the way out, we were on I-90 going through Eastern Washington and we stopped at this rest stop and the men's bathroom was on the other side of the building in the shade. Mm-hmm. So all six other people got to go that way and it was a metal door just with the sun beating on it. It was like 3 p.m. by now and I went to fucking open it and I burnt the shit out of my hand. Oh, and I'm like, fuck. you think they would have like a sign? Sexist motherfucker. Or like like a sign on it that says like, beware hot door. <laughs> yeah. Or like maybe a wood door. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. Something. It was fucking horrible. Like a silicone grip on the door. Yeah, and then I went inside and I saw something I'd never seen before. It looked like a weird, tiny like, animal. Oh, it looked whoa. like a tiny like, sea urchin. It had like a lot of like, flagella on it. And it was moving. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And the second I got close enough to it, it was actually just like one metric fuck ton of flies on a piece of shit. Oh my and God. I was like, God, I have, we gotta, I'll fucking piss in the car. I yeah, don't care. Like, seen- get me a cup. I don't give a shit. I hate it here. <laughs> I want to go home. Fuck this. <laughs> I've seen some of the worst shit like going in bet- back and forth between yeah. Idaho on I-90. Yeah. Like I've seen dried cum all over the fucking toilet seats. Uh. And I'm just like, oh, just no. And don't drink the water either. The water is fucking we stopped at a gas station that was like some mom and pop gas station and like mm-hmm. Alf and his brother fucking everybody loaded up on like prepared from that gas station like shitty fucking like chicken almond whatever Fuck. the fuck salad it looked like fucking it looked like like when they put hot dogs that are already processed through a meat grinder <laughs> like but like with little flecks of like relish in it oh, i was like you guys are sure. fucking gonna eat that are you kidding i'll starve i will wait until we find like a safe way or something yeah and i'll buy a bag of potato chips i don't give a fuck yeah it was horrible and then everybody got sick shocker which is why i had <laughs> to drive most of the way back <laughs> oh my god it was horrible yeah, those gas station food it can get fucking gross yeah bad it was nasty and it was all warm yeah like in the cooler really it was bad i don't know why the fuck i had to sit there until six grown-ass men like don't fucking eat this and they're like no it's fine we're hungry (laughs) they're all fucking stoned and they're like no it sounds great (laughs) this is amazing horrible jesus that reminds me of the taco trucks when you get like the the shit like at least the ones over here all the cold storage none of it works and so it's like all warm sodas and shit they have taco trucks here? Yeah. They in got, Cedro? Oh, no, not in Cedro. Oh. I, um, Burlington. Oh, yeah. I, I like those. I fuck with those. Yeah, there's those one. Uh, there's a one off of Riverside in Mount Vernon mm-hmm. that's, like, behind a Smoke Plus. Oh. That one's, I've like, really one. good. Yeah. 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 They're, um, in Idaho, because uh, it's like they... I was gonna say it's like they built the wall, but yeah, the, there's no Mexicans over there, mm-hmm. so they there's no taco trucks. And huh. when I was in California, we used to have them all yeah. the time. We call them like roach mobiles and shit like that. But it was my favorite place. Yeah. You go to a fucking Mexican restaurant, even here, and if I get tacos, and even if they call them street tacos, they don't taste yeah. the same. Have you been to Calle in downtown Mount Vernon? No, they do legit ass street tacos. Really? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Damn, I might have to... Ch- Where is that? What's it called? Calle. C-A-L-L-E. Okay. It's downtown Mount Vernon, like, bright blue brick building. Right, I'll have to check that it's out. fancy as fuck. Damn! They have a millionaire margarita that's, like, $25. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's shit. not that great. I can't afford that. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just, like, a normal margarita. I think it has, like, gold in it. I don't know. Really? Oh, I think Jesus. it's, yeah. I don't know. It's fucking trying to appeal to white people. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a millionaire margarita. It's twenty five fucking dollars. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
If that's your concept of a millionaire, fuck. My brother got one one time just to be like, yeah. I can buy this. And I'm like, you're fucking dumb. I'm going to have ten of those for the same amount. Yes. <laughs> it was ridiculous. That reminds me when I was watching the Travel Channel, they had uh, ice cream where they had like gold flakes on it and you'd eat the gold flakes. I don't fucking want to eat precious metals. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was at a bar... Me and my friend were at a bar, and we were sitting, like, on the bar, and this guy came up, and he was like, I want two shots of Goldschlager. And the bartender, this old, like, older guy, he looks at him, and he's like, why the fuck do you have to be like this? Yeah. Do you think we carry that? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, and he's like, we do, but I want you to know you're an asshole, and we're all laughing at you. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, we fucking are. Yeah, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah, it's- and he, like, looks at, like, me and my friend, like, I'm there with a girlfriend, and he's like, they think it's cool. And I'm like, no, you're a fucking piece of shit. I hope you die from drinking that. Like, yeah. that's going to build up inside to you and fucking i don't know what's gonna happen but you're not gonna shit a nugget all right yeah, like you're just exactly. fucking wasting it you're so stupid you're not gonna be like a golden goose yeah. man fuck <laughs> yeah i feel like the only people who drink gold schlager like also drink a lot of monster and wear like cut off shorts and they're always like greasy you know what yeah, i mean exactly and they like buy their mountain dew at walmart yeah and they you know like they play call of duty and call people like faggot and pussy and stuff and yeah. like, i fucked your mom like those guys drink gold schlager mm-hmm. yeah stepped up from fago yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's someone that i need to bring on the podcast i want to bring like a hardcore icp person. a juggalo yes that's their proper nomenclature yes the juggalo <laughs> there we go <laughs> um, well, I'll give you some advice. There's a street in Bellingham called Holly. And if you're on Holly, like Holly and Railroad, mm-hmm. after like 11 p.m., they just fucking walk. They're just there. That's where they are. Face paint and everything. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Yeah. So just go find one there. Holly and Railroad. Always by the railroad tracks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no railroad tracks there. But <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's sure. where they hang out. They're pretty... You're there. Yeah, I'm going to have to go check that out then. <laughs> uh, somebody made a joke about Juggalos a couple <laughs> weeks ago at an open mic. And they're like, why are there Juggalos here? We don't even have Fago. And like very matter-of-factly, I'm like, yes, we fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know why I had to be the one to like step up for Juggalos yeah. in that moment. But I was like, yeah, we fucking do. I'll tell you where you can buy it and what flavors <laughs> I have. <laughs> <the> hook up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. That's one thing that will never like stop amazing me about Cedar Woolley specifically like mm-hmm. being here have you ever been down it's like Metcalf like where they have like the uh, like the clock tower yeah and the, what's yeah, that called the gazebo the market, yeah. yeah and the gazebo mm-hmm. I don't know if it's still like this but when they put that gazebo up they were like this is gonna be pretty make our town look nicer it's where all the fucking goth kids and all the fucking, like, baby dragons and all the, like, juggalos hung out. Baby dragons, yep. I, yeah, it's still let's that. say young goth kids. Baby <laughs> dragons. Baby dragons. We call them hatchlings. Hatchlings, <laughs> yeah. yes. Um, that's where they all would hang out. And I don't know if it's still like that, because I drove by today. I was like, mm, I'm going to go check on the dragons. But it was the farmer's market. Yeah. Because it's Wednesday. Yeah. And that hasn't changed, maybe, but. Maybe they're trying to find a fucking a place with shade so they could stay white. But that's where they all hung out. Really? And, like, that's always fucked me up about living here. Like, uh, why the fuck 
Like, it's Cedra Woolley. <laughs> like, yeah. You're just like, what are you doing? There's, it's literally, you can see the logging happening right there. Yep. And you're like, I'm a fucking juggalo, fucking whoop whoop. And I'm like, oh, God, what are you, get out of here, baby. Yeah. Go somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. Like, you have no community here. Yeah, it's but they do, and that's crazy, like, that that can happen here. Yeah. Not that they're, like, bad people, because plenty of juggalos are, like, decent human beings. Yeah, you but always the have fact, 10% of shit. Yeah, yeah, but, like, the fact that, like, that flourishes in a town like cedar woolly mm-hmm. is always like what the fuck anything is possible yes like i could be a fucking princess like <laughs> yeah exactly jesus but the princess is hanging out underneath the gazebo <laughs> it's yeah that's just always alarming to me or like the kids up here who like like it's a small community and there are some farmlands but most of the kids who wear like the romeos and have the lifted trucks and like mm-hmm. wear the hats and like They've never been on a farm in their life. They drive pavement princesses. Like, yep. their lifted trucks are all pretty and shiny all the time. $40,000 Jeep that's never yeah. been scratched once. And they're like, we don't go metting. And I'm like, well, then why the fuck are you talking to me? Because I want to go do something fun if I have to talk to a hick. Yeah, like- exactly. <laughs> I want to get wild. Or, man. like, the people who, when I was in high school, a lot of kids had, like, the Confederate flag on their, like, back window. Oh, And I'm really? always like, the f- this is... Do you know where you live? Yeah. Like, the Canadian border is 45 minutes away from you. <laughs> like, what yeah. the fuck are you doing? Oh, fuck. Great. This is so far not the South. Like, exactly. You're insane. not representing. And they're like, well, fuck, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you were born and raised here. I've known you since we were children. You did not come from the South. Your family didn't come from the South. Your mom got teen pregnant and ended up staying in Cedar Wood. Yeah. Like, there's no Southern connection to you at all. Get out of here. You're a Mexican. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Do you um, encounter, like, redneck culture in Bellingham at all? There, well, I don't talk to anybody, so uh, I don't. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that is true, because if you don't go to school there, it is Yeah, hard. well, my my boyfriend lives out in Everson, mm-hmm. which is, like, out in the county. It's okay. pretty much, he grew up in Cedar Woolley, but out there. Oh, you shit, You know what I yeah. mean? So, like, everybody he knows or, like, everywhere out there is, like, lifted trucks and fucking Romeo. Like, he works at an, like, auction market, like, for, like, animals. What? Where they sell, like, farm animals and shit. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and he's, like, everybody he works with is, like, Trump! Woo! <laughs> yeah. Like, when, like, when, like, the Nazis were out, they were, like, yeah, America! Fucking keep it white! And he's, Bro. like, God fucking damn Bro. it. <laughs> like, he has to work with that all the time. Jesus. It's, like, everybody at his work. There's, a. Uh, it, it's just, it interests me because... When I was in Idaho, I grew up in Northern California, and then I moved out to Everett for a little bit and moved to Idaho. That was a mm-hmm. fucking culture shock. <laughs> Twice. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, where I moved, I moved, I didn't move to Sandpoint immediately. I moved to a place called Hope, Idaho, mm-hmm. and that had 300 people in it. Okay. And, yeah, and the, the school, I went to a school like in a, a half hour away in another town that had 2,000 people. Yeah. And our, uh, my sixth grade class, for instance, was... 10, 15 kids, mm-hmm. and it was one whole class. But y- you see that, like, y- you know, ghetto um, cultures. I'm kind of ignorant on it, so I don't want to <laughs> go a little too far on it. But, like, where um, people, I guess, like a lower class, mm-hmm. and not people who are scraping by, I mean, people who just completely reject the system. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes they, some, we say that they're victims to the system. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they don't get it anywhere out of abject poverty. Yeah. And you, you see that, like, in certain places in Seattle or another big city. But in the same way, you see that in rural cultures. Like here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was talking to a friend of mine. 
me and this other guy grew up here in the valley Mm -hmm. and we know people outside of the valley like separately but we have mutual friends and i was like oh yeah they're from the valley too and they're like what and I was like, yeah, but they grew up super rich, so I never knew what, you know yeah. what I mean? Because there's a divide here. There's people who own houses and live here and do well for themselves. Mm-hmm. There's, like, upper class, and then there's lower class. I don't think there's any such thing as middle class here in the Valley. Mm. Like, you either own a house and you can shell out $300,000 for, like, that piece of shit blue thing right yeah. there. Or you live in this. You know what I mean? Yeah, like exactly. This apartment that looks the exact same from when my brother lived here 10 years ago. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> yeah. And- I, yeah. Like, I don't think there's... Like, you see that all the time. Like, like in Bellingham, uh, there's different, like, neighborhoods that you can live in that are priced differently. Mm-hmm. But in Cedar Woolley, like, you either live in a duplex or you own a house and you're a Janicky. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I see exactly <laughs> what you mean. And I also think, like, what's offered, because isn't here... I mean, it's hard because you're speculating and generalizing mm-hmm. in this way, but it's labor. In, yeah. Whereas in Bellingham, you, you do have labor, but it's not also just cornerstone all night. You have that fucking weird Bible place where um, they're doing, like, the tech. Uh, they. I think my friend used to work there. Yeah. yeah. And I was going to lie to them and tell them I, was, I believed in Jesus yeah. so I could intern there. But mm-hmm. um, the, you have other things where yeah. it's working class. And it's a college town. Yeah. So it's a little different. And I, Well, even in Seattle, too, though, you see, like, a spectrum where it's like the... Um, people who are in abject poverty mm-hmm. somewhere in between yeah. and then really rich people I, I feel like there's opportunity in industry though because yeah. if you don't want to be a logger here or work in the service industry what else do you have right? besides starting something yeah and that's like literally in all these rural communities and also like once again i'm generalizing but it flyover states idaho mm-hmm. and a lot of places in there you're either going to be the manager or the person who works under the manager. Yeah. And that's usually like entry level or lower level wages. And it, what I find is interesting is that with like the ghetto communities, mm-hmm. uh, for lack of a better word, and for uh, redneck rural communities, whether they're black or they're uh, white or of any race, um, it's like I see grew up with a lot of people who were pregnant. Mm-hmm. In school, yeah, and like I went to an alternative. I went to the alternative. I went high to school alternative here. school yeah. too, and it was before I went to the alternative school. I saw the same thing as well. Yeah, but yeah, you went to the alternative school yeah. with Alfred. Is that where you guys? No, me and him rode the bus together when we were in like elementary school. Oh wow, yeah. that's pretty cool. But uh, no, I was the when I transferred to the alternative high school. I transferred my senior year so I can graduate and not be a super senior because oh. I fucked off my junior year and was like drugs, boys, yeah. fuck school, <laughs> and so um. I transferred in, like, October, and they're like, why are you transferring so early? And I was like, I'm not. It's October. School started, like, a month and a half ago. And they're like, no, you're not even showing yet. And I'm like, oh, I'm hella not pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I think I was in that school at the time. I was the only female student who wasn't actively pregnant or didn't have a kid yeah so it's like that's all i went to school with was like hormonal or like postpartum you know what i mean yeah (laughs) i wonder why you don't have kids yeah yeah Yeah, i was like oh fuck this that's horrible yeah (laughs) yeah i went to alternative school i overdosed and they i was still in the middle school or whatever that was combined with the high school Mm -hmm. then they started telling me that uh like accusing me months later that I was altering grades in the school system. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm in eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm t- doing. Yeah, you tell me how to do that. Yeah. And, um, he was there that I was smuggling drugs in there and all this other shit. And I didn't, I was getting harassed and brought into the office regularly. Uh, so 
I was not smoking weed at the time, and mm-hmm. I was getting a UA twice or once every other week, mm-hmm. and they it was a scheduled day, so it wasn't a surprise. Uh, I could smoke weed here and there, but I decided to smoke and purposely fail because that was the only way I can get to an alternative. Yeah. And here you have a choice. Oh really? Yeah, like I, uh, like I got all my credits back because I fucked off junior year. Mm-hmm. I started my senior year, and I was like not on track to graduate. And I was like, hey, can I just? go to this other one and graduate and they're yeah. like yeah do whatever the fuck you want i was like sweet <laughs> <laughs> cool yeah. yeah it's not like that here but i think it's also because like specifically this city like cedar woolly they know like you know where you are you know what i mean yeah. like you go to the high school and you have your high school friends and you belong at that high school uh-huh. or you're like fucking off doing drugs or you're a juggalo and you go, <laughs> you go yeah, to the exactly. alternative high school you know yeah. what i mean like there's a very like distinct like so it's not like there's a whole bunch of kids who are like, oh, I want to go to the alternative. You know what I mean? There's not a whole lot of kids who are like, oh, do see. meth. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> you know? Exactly. So it's like the ones that do, they just go to the alternative high school and they just let it happen. Oh, shit. Did you meet any cool people there? Yeah, or I met a couple cool like, people. Some are all of them like, whoa. No, most of them, I mean, they had peaks and valleys. There yeah. were some kids that were there just because they didn't, they were like the weird kids. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the kids, there was a huge variety of kids there so there was like me who was like super chill super smart but i also fucked off a lot and wanted to graduate on time and i was like no i'm gonna quit doing drugs yeah then i went to the alternative high school i was like i'm not gonna quit doing (laughs) drugs. it's everywhere i can make this work yeah or like the pregnant girls or like the kids who got into trouble because they'd rather run around with gangs or with the jugglers or whatever and like they just needed to find a place that wasn't like super shitty for them and then there was a bunch of like especially the year I transferred over because I was only there for one year there were a lot of kids who were like either on the spectrum slightly or they were just like just like um didn't like people <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. they were just like the weirdo kids who were like really pale and like played wow and they yeah, was like really, really quiet soft spoken like couldn't uh, like connect with other people socially you mm-hmm. know that just like wanted to do school and like leave me alone yeah like those kids those kids were my favorite though they were my you're, yeah they were chill as fuck they were nice to everybody they were fucking polite they weren't fucking assholes and like the worst they got was like please don't smoke next to me and it's like all right well don't stand on the smoking corner yeah, like exactly. there's an ashtray right Wait here a minute. the smoking corner ashtray was that like right across the street from the school uh, now it's across the street from the school, but it used to be fucking chain linked to that stop sign at the alternative. Oh high school. shit! Yeah. You guys got close, so we had a park that was like corner to corner. Oh, from we the have school. a park right next to it. Yeah. yeah, we used to go there smoke all the time, and then the teachers and shit. Of course, they knew they'd let us out for yeah. smoke breaks. Yeah, and they only got pissed when fucking if you crowd around kids, like yeah. people's little kids, because the neighbors would call the cops yeah. and shit, and no one's legal. The, so. Yeah, the park right next to us ours us like i still go there it's not there's like a playground and then a big field that's where we did like cheer practice when i was little and did cheer (laughs) yeah and like there's a senior center a big field not a big field but a field and then the playground so it's like we just smoke in the parking lot by the library or Mm -hmm. like across the street at the fucking convenience store yeah and like the guy at the convenience store was so chill too like he wouldn't i'm not saying he did anything illegal but if he knew you went to the alternative high school and you showed him his your id 
maybe he read it wrong. Oh, sometimes shit. I don't know. He needs to get like corrective. But surgery. it was, but it was only for cigarettes. He really? never like, yeah. Sold, yeah, he wasn't like, yeah, have a fucking four loco. Yeah, exactly. Back when they were like not baby bitch four locos. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Before fucking people before somebody fucked it shit. up. Before somebody couldn't handle their shit and run the party for all of us. Motherfucker. Because the red ones tasted like Flintstone vitamins, and that was my fucking jam. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Flintstone vitamins. They did. They were fucking delicious. Nostalgia. Yeah, it was great. No, but the alternative high school here, I think, is, like, it has a specific purpose, and that, like, ebb and flow is, like, fine. Yeah. I don't know if it still is or not, but mm-hmm. I think they had they were really good at being like, oh, yeah, you would flourish here. Let's just turn three you yeah. over. But I think, like, some kids would be like, I want to go because I can do contract, and then I don't have to go to school. And they're like, no, fuck you. You're doing fine. Yeah, exactly. That'd yeah. be a problem for you. I see. It, like, doing it, going to the alternative school is really cool because... I think I didn't. This is all hindsight, but um, hierarchy of people, like how I thought of people, was uh, if people made poor choices, I just thought like I wouldn't want to be around them. That person is a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And I think as a kid, being forced around like all these people who, not all of them, there's a spectrum exactly yeah. like what you're saying. But you met people who had it really fucking bad. Yeah, and like this is their like they didn't have a choice. Like they got pregnant by like their mom's boyfriend. Yeah, and exactly. It wasn't on purpose you know what i mean mm-hmm. like shit like that so it's not like every teen mom's a bad person yeah and not everybody who's like trying to be a little gangbanger is a bad person either maybe that's just what their family was and how they grew up you know like they didn't have a choice and now they're making those steps to be a better person exactly yeah and there's just those small moments in there i mean when you ever try to do it intentionally like you know suggest something to someone else that's in my opinion, that's not cool, like, forcibly. Mm-hmm. But if you're just nice to someone else and treat them as a human yeah. being, because that is exactly what we all are. And I'm not, like, getting all soapboxy and shit, but it was just really cool going yeah. to the alternative school and knowing that these guys aren't just fucking twats. These yeah. are just people like me. Yeah, yeah. And it taught me, myself, that that I'm just a person. Because, like, yeah. we call our teachers by the first name. Yeah, and yeah. They were so nice. Yeah, we did that, too. We had Tim. Tim was the fucking best. Oh, dude. really? Yeah, he was so great. He was my PE, drama, and English teacher. Holy shit. <laughs> Damn. And he was legit. He changed a lot about my life. Like, wow. I probably, like, when I went there, I was like, fuck it, I'm just here so I can do drugs and not actually go to real school and graduate. Yep. And he was like, listen, you're too smart to be here. Let's fucking fix this. And, like, him and another teacher, um, Mr. Barnett. Um, Burnett? Burnett. I don't remember. Um, he went by his last name because he used to work at the actual high school. He was uh, like, no, respect. <laughs> Both of them were like, why the fuck are you here? Like, you have so much potential. And, like, I was like, I'm going to go to Dartmouth. I'm going to apply to Harvard. Like, I'm going to do all this shit. And then, like, right before I finished school, I was like, nah, drugs again. Like, yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? But, like, they, they, like, changed a lot about it because before it was like, like, I was smart enough to, like, slip through the cracks at the school and, like, but still could, like, go yeah, fuck so off I'd, and do I'd shit. I'd get high at school and yeah. I would never get in trouble. Yeah. It was awesome. But... When I went to the alternative high school, they were like, you could spend your smoke break smoking, or you can come in here and fill out applications for colleges. And I'm like, fuck! Dang it! Like, why do you see... Like, why is this an episode of Goodwill Hunting? (laughs) This is bullshit. (laughs) But yeah. um, Yeah, that was super chill. I fucking loved going to the alternative high school. Yeah, I I did too. It it was fucking awesome. Yeah. I like the... uh, I don't know. I feel like they gave every... They were really good at giving everybody the chance to learn the way they could Mm -hmm. like when i first started going there i was on contract which is where like i went in like for my first contract was english so i went in got my book got a packet 
and then I would go home, read the book, do the packet in a week, however I wanted to. I didn't have, like, a day I had to do everything. Uh Like, it just in seven days. Come back, take a test, turn in my packet, turn in my book, get a new book. But, like, when I went to high school, I was in all AP English classes and shit. So I was like... So he gave me my book and my packet, and the first book was fucking Watership Down. (laughs) And I'm like, this is eighth grade shit. So I took the packet and the book, and I just put the book down, and I started filling out the packet. And he's like, oh, no, you don't have to fill it out. Here, read the book. Come back in a week. I'm like, I already read this. (laughs) And so I, like, filled out the packet and gave him the packet back that day. And he's like, here's the test. And I did the test, and I gave it back. And he's like, do you just want all the books and packets now? And I was like, yeah, fucking, yep. Came back a week later. I'm like, done. Here you go. Fucking take them all later. Because I didn't even have to read them. Because they were all books like fucking To Kill a Mockingbird, like Fahrenheit 51, just shit like that. Like all high school reading that like for like the alternative high school is like, okay, here's basics. Yep. But this was all like required reading before the summer of like freshman AP English. And I was like, done. What do you got? Uh Uh-huh. So that was nice for me to be able to go there. So I finished before my last semester, technically. But they're like, you want to just hang out? <laughs> that's what they did for me yeah. my senior year. Because yeah. I, I finished, like, I exhausted the classes. Because it was mm-hmm. like, I, yeah. I was fucking... fucking breeze through it. Let's do some algebra. Like, yeah. today. No, all of them. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Give the, don't give me fucking Xerox copies of the workbook. Let me buy an actual workbook, finish the whole thing, and give it back to you. And you can use it as, like, a template. Like, yeah. it'll have all the right answers. It'll, you'll be done. It'll be a gift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that was super easy. I really liked it. But uh, that was the only thing was that it wasn't challenging at all. Yeah. So by the end of it, I was bored again. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Later, by college, I'll work at Kmart forever. Like <laughs> That's where I was at, too, at various points, was it was like, it was drugs yeah. and party and women, especially the women part. Uh-huh. Um, and like... Like, I was weird and had this, like, pleasing... I had to please people and create, like, these long-term relationships. Uh-huh. Um, so, without that challenge in school, like, I loved the alternative school. And being able to, like... I started doing college courses in senior year mm. because I... They let you the dual enrolling yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But um, without that challenge, I got bored with life. Mm-hmm. Like, I got, I got to a point to where I used to take, like, uh, SOMAs. Mm-hmm. And I'd, I'd go to school and I'd get out of school at 2. And if I wasn't working, I'd take a bunch of somas and then smoke some weed, fall asleep at four, and not wake up till seven in the morning. Yeah. And it was like so, kind of tailing it all back to like comedy, poetry, and <laughs> just anything that that has like some some sort of substance to it that's difficult or interesting. Yeah. Um, it's nice to have that challenge. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. You got to keep yourself challenged to do anything. Exactly. Because like I like. I got to the point where I was so comfortable on stage and comfortable with my material that I was, like, fucking bored. Like, I missed that. I missed getting, like, anxious before I'd go up mm-hmm. or, like, being nervous about something landing. Like, I have friends who have been doing it as long or longer than me who still are, like, I'm nervous about doing these eight minutes. And I'm, like, fucking... <laughs> <laughs> What's the worst that's going to happen? You're yeah. going to bomb? That's something I had to deal with, too. I had never really bombed. Outside of, like, when I first started, like, that's all, like, learning to stand on my legs yes. after i got there which only took me a couple months unless i'm speaking out of turn and one of my friends is gonna be like no you suck <laughs> um it only took me like a, like a two three months to get on my feet and know what i was doing and i've been doing it for two years i took like a break and i came back in may mm-hmm. of this year and i bombed hard at an open mic oh. like fucking not even crickets i couldn't even save it because sometimes I can be like, well, that didn't work. Or like, ha, fuck me, I'm so dumb, right? Like, just shit like that. Yeah. Get, like, to be like, okay, yeah, egg on my face. 
nothing. Like, everything. And I didn't even have, like, the wherewithal to be like, I'll leave early. I won't wait for the light. I fucking bombed for four straight minutes. Oh, shit. So I was like, I can save it. I can save it. Yeah. And then afterwards, I was like, holy fuck. Sinking ship. Yeah, because up to that point, I was like, this is easy. Fuck it. What's the worst I can do? Bomb. And then I did that, and I was like, oh, God. Like, what the fuck? I didn't know how to handle it, and I asked my friends. I was like, how do you guys deal with bombing all the time? They're like, fuck you. And I'm like, listen, (laughs) let's be real here. You're not all grade A. (laughs) (laughs) You have bombed, and I've seen it. It just took me a long time to do it. And since then, it's been... I think that's made me better now, because now I know what can happen you know what i mean now i'm like "Mm, i could that could always happen again so now i do feel a little more challenged because i've seen it just took me so long to see that side where it's like oh this could all go wrong at any moment and they could fucking hate me yeah which is ugh, that was horrible yeah bombing i did that and i didn't come back for three fucking weeks (laughs) anywhere i didn't do anything for three weeks and i was like all right we're gonna go back we're gonna start at the beginning we're gonna tell all my old jokes that are great and i know they'll work and then maybe i'll start doing new stuff again it was horrible in jai tai in seattle when i bombed really bad with that shit um it took me a little while to go back to even just like watch yeah yeah for a while it's bombing because with fucking performing um you don't ever get that like poetry mm-hmm. no one's like boo or yeah because it's subjective fucking, yeah exactly. you don't have like a point you don't have like a you don't have something like i'm gonna make this person laugh mm-hmm. like you're like i'm gonna make them feel things and however they interpret it that's fine yeah, like that's absolutely. always gonna be like whether i'm like that sucked you made me feel something you won yeah. you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> And that's the cool thing about it is, even though I've only experienced the the bombing aspect, but but it's playing off of that. Yeah. And yeah, having to when I bombed the first time, I I tried to do as much research as I could, and I knew that it was going to be bad before I got up. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't not my material, but what bombing would probably yeah. feel like. And holy shit, that is a really hard thing yeah. to deal with. And not in the sense of, like, I'm a piece of shit now. It's just knowing that, okay, I'm trying to get better. Yeah. It's not me. It's Mine happened after, like, a year, a solid year Damn. of really good sets. So it was like, I didn't even know. Like, that was the furthest thing from my mind yeah. that could have ever happened to me. Holy like, I've, I've done sets that didn't go great, you know what I mean? But they still, like, landed in some places and, like, got a few chuckles here and there. But, like, it was, like, fucking nothing. And I was like... Like, I didn't even know how to, like, yeah, what do you do? Like, it was horrible. And so that was different from being like, oh, well, I'm just, I'll try better next time. This was like, what the fuck has happened here? Oh, geez. Like, clearly somebody has done something, and it was obviously me. Like, (laughs) like, and I have no idea how to handle it, because I never had to handle that before. Yeah. After, like, a year and a half of doing it, I was like, what? This can happen to me? That would be really hard to deal with now that I think about it, because you build up this whole idea of yourself. Yeah, the, you've done, like, 30 of these. I'd be like if you, like, because, like, they've all gone pretty well. You've been able to banter with everybody. Mm-hmm. That'd be like if I walked in here and was like, yes, no, uh-huh, cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> poetry, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't know what to do. You'd be like, the fuck is this? What? <laughs> We're here to have a good time, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it was horrible. Oh. Damn. And it's, I imagine, so it lit a fire under your ass. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. fuck, I can't just go up and do whatever now, which was what I was doing. Like, I never oh. felt like I had to try before. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I just go up doing my material and I was just funny. But I think I got too comfortable 
mm. just relying on that. And then I went up one night, not 100%, just like, well, this is what I'm going to do. I go up there, I say things, they laugh, I go home, get drunk. Like, <laughs> yeah. And that didn't happen. I was like, fuck, now I have to actively be funny all the time. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and did, did you start doing the um, journaling with the, when the idea comes after that? Or no, always I've always done that. Always done yeah. That. Or like I have notes on my phone that just say stupid shit. Like one of them says Martha Stewart Pinterest toilet wine. Yeah, and I'm like, why the f- what is... <laughs> Someday I'll figure that one out. Like, yeah. one of them says, adult on a BMX bike. And I'm like, that's funny, because it's like, where is he going in life? Nowhere, obviously, but, yeah. like, <laughs> where was I going with that? Exactly. That's the worst. Somewhere. <laughs> Someday I just want to read all of those and be like, do you want to help me? Yeah. What do you think is funny about this? <laughs> Milo and Otis have no milk. Like, why? Okay. What the fuck? Yeah, just yeah. shit like that is in there and like i know and i'm gonna do it again i'm gonna do it all the time where i'm gonna go oh fuck i'll just write down i'll like because it happens so quick mm-hmm. like and i'll be at a mic where like i'll be somewhere and i'll be talking to somebody i'm like oh let me write that down i'll write it down or i'll put it in my phone and i'm like i'll remember later yeah like just the bare bones of it and i'm like you fucking son of a bitch why do you always fuck yourself like yeah. this like i have one that just says pizza rolls and then like eight dollar signs pizza rolls and then, like, un- directly under it says Totino Pizza Roll, or Pizza Rolls, dollar signs, directly under it, Totino's Pizza, and then a bunch of sad faces. And I'm like, why? What? What, what emojis? Why do I do this? Yeah. <laughs> the best I can get is, like, pizza rolls are really expensive when you think about how much you're paying for how much food you're getting versus a Totino's Pizza, which is, like, a buck fifty, two bucks. Oh, like, if you shit. go to the gross out, like, a, this whole thing yeah. can easily make half a bag of pizza rolls, but a whole bag of pizza rolls costs, like, six times the amount of this pizza. Oh, fuck, I never thought of that. But I can't make that funny. Yeah. I was probably just drunk and, like, <laughs> why are they so expensive? These are awesome. Like, my Uber took me to Hagen. I'm, like, sad. It's <laughs> <laughs> like me when I get way too stoned. Like, yeah. it's, fuck. I went to Hagen the other day really drunk after a show. Mm-hmm. Like, my friend drove me, and we stopped at Hagen, and I got a thing of Thai coconut curry soup, but I deadass thought it was fucking guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Because it was green. It had stuff in it, and it was yeah. near, like, the salt and sauces chunky, and shit. Yeah. yeah, and I, like, got a bag of chips, got some guacamole, and went home to dip it, and I was like, fuck, this guacamole is bad. <laughs> I look at the lid, Thai coconut curry soup, and I'm like... Oh fuck! Oh, I'm so depressed. Now I have soup. It's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. God. God damn, that's fucking funny. Who can I curry soup? Yeah, <laughs> just shit like that. I write it down. I forget, and then I'm like, have these half baked promises. Like, yeah. Someday I'll maybe make something out of them, but. Yeah, it's kind of what I do too. Cause I have like these fucking this shit where I'll try to sit down uh and write for 30 minutes in the morning 30 mm-hmm. minutes at night and i have like six of these mm-hmm. filled and I, I haven't gone through yeah but like what am i doing yeah pack racking for pack <laughs> pat pack writing yeah. thoughts yeah, there <laughs> i can't fucking talk yeah but yeah I, I don't know i need to find like set a reminder when mm-hmm. i put a thought on yeah i do i don't know i don't think i'll ever make anything out of mine because they're so nothing yeah (laughs) i'm not gonna sit down and think like what about martha stewart and pinterest and toilet wine (laughs) like what what the fuck i have to go back like 
And, like, sometimes I'll think about, I'll see them, and I'll think, like, to ask somebody, like, hey, I was with you when this happened. They're like, I have no idea. You, we said something, and then you wrote something down, but you didn't tell me what it was. And I'm like, fuck! God damn it! So now I've started explaining things to people, like, hey, someday I'm going to have to ask you about this. Can you just tell me why Lunar Bears is really funny? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Just save this for yeah. me, please. Tell me, remember what we were thinking about. <laughs> yeah, be my personal note. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Oh shit! Well, thanks for coming on. Chris. Oh I yeah, thanks for having this. me. It's a lot of fun. Did you you did the plugs for the for your dates? You can plug them again if you'd like. I took you on a tangent. Actually. Oh yeah. So, oh fuck. Yeah, okay. Calendar to, again. I can. Um, <laughs> it's a calculator, not a calendar. Cal- I do that every time. Um, Sunday, August twenty seventh is a show at Cosmic Comics. It's at Cosmic. It's called Cosmic Comedy at Cosmic Comics. That's at eight. Super fun in a comic book store. Cosplay? No, I mean, you no. can dress up if you want. Oh. Nobody will judge you, I don't think, maybe. <laughs> uh, not to your face. Yeah, no. Um, Saturday, September 2nd, there is a show at my house. A house comedy show. Uh, I have no idea what it's about, but it's going to be there. I don't know what time it starts. Maybe 8. I don't know. Show up to my house so you can touch my lizard. Um <laughs> Sunday, September 3rd, I'm on the Gateway Show at the Upfront. You can buy your tickets online. They are $14 with a $1 convenience fee from the Upfront. Yeah, they're 15 um, And then the third Sunday of every month, there is Way North at Farmstrong. Um, that's a really fun show. It's a feature show and an open mic show. And then every Monday at the Green Frog, we have Goodbye Ham. And every Tuesday at the Shakedown, we have the Punch Up Comedy Mic. And I think those are all my books. Gaffine ham. Okay. I thought it was Gaffafoot. <laughs> Goffing. Yes, there we go. Goffingham. Where did that name come from? Um to <laughs> to guffaw. To guffaw. Like guffaw is to laugh. Like <laughs> Oh shit. Like <laughs> I didn't know that. That's my rich white person laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you old so and so. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, it's you good. You do that with hairstyling? Yeah, pretty much. That's, That's like my persona. Oh god damn. Uh, and then Bellingham. Gaffing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Witty. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I need to pick up on that wittiness, though. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did or didn't, you could always rate, review on any of the platforms that you like, or shoot me a DM on social media. And you can find Chris at Chrysanthemum. 64 on social media that's chrysanthemum with a k and go check out one of her shows i sure am i've got a lot of notes to take because you guys were brutalized with that um my first set that i ever tried to write um i'm sorry (laughs) Uh, i kind of get a little self-deprecating i think I feel that I do. And it's not that I think I'm just a pile of shit. I just know that I'm starting and I'm a pile of shit. (laughs) As time progresses and my effort increases, I'll get better. But for now, y'all gonna suffer because, oh, yeah. Don't worry. I'll keep it from you guys. Keep my... Any material that I decide to try, well hidden until many, many years from now. Maybe I'll be gray. Nah, I'm kidding. But 
I won't make you guys have to listen to my comedy until I know it's ready. And I've got all the time in the world. I'm young as fuck. Sorry if you're not, but you got all the time in the world too. Man. This thing with humor, it's it's so elusive. I've read some things where what would be funny, so like uh, satire is funny, right? But then there's contradicting things that say the exact opposite is funny. It's it's just it's really hard to nail down um, what humor is, and so I think I'm gonna try to pull back my focus of trying to be humorous and just write, free write, and while I read my free writing. Whatever sticks out to me and makes me laugh, I'll try that shit out, man. I don't know. If you guys are really interested in, like, the process of trying to learn something, not that I would put any material out there, but I just mean talking about it, let me know. And I'll continue to kind of elaborate on my unraveling of myself and this art. But I don't know. We'll see where it goes. I'm pretty excited. Next week, or this weekend, rather, which... If you're not listening to it right when it comes out, that's the weekend of the 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and 4th of September. I'm going mule deer hunting. Haven't been successful yet, but I've put a lot more effort into scouting and understanding mule deer behaviors. But I think most important of all, my mentality Nothing to do with hunting, just me as a human being, like my self-doubt and being consistent with my choices and being thorough, or some of you would say not half-assing anything. And I, I say it not just for hunting, because obviously it's, it's helped me in so many different places, but the interesting thing is, is hunting... Among many other, a couple other sports too, has really caused me to evaluate my mentality in a ruthless and honest way, not giving myself any slack. Because I know once I give myself slack, I'm fucked out there. Or if I'm running, I'm fucked. My times aren't going to get any better than anybody. I'm not going to feel any better. If I give myself slack in jujitsu, I'm going to keep failing. But if I give myself slack in life, eh. Might have some uncomfortable relationships. Might be a little bit more of a dick to my community around me, family, friends, son, any of that. So, my house might be a little bit messy. It can hurt me. But in competition, it really highlights your mental flaws and physical conditioning, which goes back to your mental flaws. How disciplined can you be? You know, I don't know. I just obsess obsessively um, think about that kind of shit. It's been pretty interesting getting into it, but I'm excited for this hunt. And what I'm gonna do is, at, as I return to camp at night, I'm just gonna do a solo podcast that's gonna span the three days. And I'll do, uh, and it'll be, I don't know, something like base camp stories or some shit. And it's not even going to be all about hunting. It's really just going to be me meandering through my mind. 
we'll see how it goes. If you hate it, fuck you. <laughs> I'll make it better. And I do appreciate the feedback. Thanks, guys. Mm. Have a good week. Eh, fuck it. I'm going to play you out with some music. This song is by Christoph Prince. On your horse, click your heels and say goodbye. Now all day long he was dealing with the feeling that he tried to work around, but every which way he looked, there was nowhere to hide. Nothing was found. Found. Nowhere found. Nowhere found. Found. Nowhere found, nowhere found Mr. Anderson will like no strangers Come around this neck of the woods, this part of town Oh my A part of me knows that I should go back But a part of me knows that if I try That I would never find what it is I need to find Why? Cause I'm bound Nowhere bound Nowhere bound now on my way I've seen families working just to maintain a peace of mind, peace of mind, peace of mind, peace of mind. On my way I've seen thieves trying to take what the families had, like now this peace is mine. This peace is mine. And he showed me the key to life He said everything happening outside of me Is a reflection of what's inside So I asked this man and turned into a ghost So this is all on me? He said no silly ducks on all of us Turned the rock back into a seed He said a couple of years back there came a time Where my kind was faced with a choice One option was we could gain the awareness Of how to experience joy But with that joy there comes a catch and One you can't catch with a net He said if you get that joy we'll be destroyed said and done, sealed and locked away. We were living life at an even keel and we never got angry. But once we learned our right and wrongs, our impulse was to revolt and judge and then, then came the disease. Now believe me or not, there was a time where everyone was more divine in the connection as apparent as the stars. But with the selfish defense mechanism due to the fear of death, it seems that somehow we forgot who we are. Look what we found, nowhere found, nowhere found. Yeah. No, I'm found, nowhere found, nowhere found. Now, next on the path, she was wearing a shawl. Couldn't see her eyes, barely nothing at all. I said, Excuse me, ma'am, how can I help? She said, Have a seat. 
glad to meet you. It seems to me like you're having issues with being happy, son, but it's not your fault. The instant that she touched my hands, her vein like a train ran up my chest, and in my heart a choir sang in tune. It was the first time for a very long time that I felt alright, felt alive, and I knew inside that something had just grew. She said, You knew, you said, I'm new. to a stream that reminded me that everything winds up in the same spot in the exact same spot everything was before and with every spin that the earth goes round depending on its distance from its source that puddle at the bottom rises above the ocean floor yeah. all these creatures all around me breathing one another's air some creatures think before they breathe some creatures clearly do not care and I cry when I sing that lion tear the baby deer into shreds and stubs until I watch to bring it back to the den and share it with the little cubs Now I'm found Nowhere found Nowhere found Action that I had before I made it to my destination was with some tree that somehow learned to talk. Imagine that. It said life goes on to the same degree that your roots reach deep to the season's need with the freedom's breeze, your leaves will all fall off. Yeah, it said. It said life goes on till it can't no more in a pattern made in a spiral form and everything is bound to meet again. Listen to the voice we know from an angel's lips through a stranger's skull. We'll find out how that old beginning ends. And we'll be found. Nowhere. Nowhere.